listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Bitches ain't got punchlines or flow. I have both and an empire also. He getting gifts from Santa Claus at the North Pole. Today I'm icy, but I'm praying for some more snow. Let that let that nigga know he in love with that cocoa. Why these bitches don't never be learning? You niggas will never get what I be earning. I'm still getting plaques from my record that's urban. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Sunday, a very special Sunday. Yes. Uh, episode nine of uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. So a lot of people going to die today. Oh, yeah. A lot of people going to die. Which is, you know, par for the course uh also you know um second game of the nba finals which is probably gonna be a sweep now shout out to Kyrie Irving's legs oh yep that's what happens yeah and i said this uh with him out i do i believe that they're gonna lose but i i said this on the internet i'll continue to say this if lebron james pull a win out of his ass all by himself in my opinion fuck what your mama said he the best player of all motherfucking time <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna be real ignorant if they do manage to win that but I, I can't i can't see it right now i can't if they do i will cut a motherfucking oh unfollow me if you hate lebron james I'm t- unfollow me block me because i will be the most ignorant i've ever been in my life and i'm gonna be sure i nap so i can be up all night long also <laughs> day two of serena williams winning that french open yes mm. and they still mad yep still <laughs> angry and of course uh you know my favorite reason a uh, brand new guest to the podcast mm-hmm. uh, alex english who i've heard uh I believe two or three times on the three of negroes podcast yes and uh honestly i was just listening like this dude's so funny i want to be on our <laughs> podcast yes um that's really how sometimes it's that easy mm-hmm. um and uh that's that's how it happened man what's going on alex hey guys thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it i never think people are paying me that much attention anyway so i'm glad that someone's listening at least <laughs> uh nah man you uh you were hilarious dog i'll mm-hmm. I, I play that in the car with uh karen like going to the store and running errands or something on yes. saturday and we were just both like who is this dude this dude is motherfucking hilarious yes because especially the first time i was like um this isn't ray who who is this yeah oh, that, okay. yeah because that's the other thing you have a hurdle to overcome <laughs> because initially the listener gets there and it's like somebody ain't there so it's like oh so so ray ain't here well, right. very distinctive when ray isn't there because you know there's a there's a presence ray has that i could never feel so you know it, it's very obvious when she's gone <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know it's but i feel like you know it would be like if i was like hey guys karen's not here but alex is people are already wrinkling up their face like who this nigga you know <laughs> <laughs> right but uh right. you knocked it out the like park. I'm such a regular there now when in her place that people are kind of like oh okay so when ray's not there that's that's like the view it's kind of like the view like i'm the fill-in <laughs> they, can't get, they can't get the one i mean really like women involved so it's like oh okay well we have the gay guy so it's close to this as close to ray as we might get <laughs> yeah alex should start coming in like news acres where it's just like right. ray couldn't yeah. be here today but yeah. filling in for her is alex english yeah, that's right. <coughs> I am. I'm the Katie Kirk of the Three and Negro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how'd you uh, How'd you meet them, man? How'd you How do you uh, know them? Um, who did I meet first? Um, 
me Ray and I were we were friends like online on Twitter for a while, you know, just kind of going back and forth. Um, right around the time I think when I moved to New York City in like 2012, 2013. So we had been tweeting each other like online friends back and forth like that for a while. Um, and Jim and Neruda, I kind of just ran into them, you know, in doing the comedy scene and kind of just doing like open mics and doing different shows. I know I was a regular at one of Neruda's open mics that he runs in the city, um, for a few weeks. So that's how we became cool. And then Ray and I, we were like really good friends. So we spent a lot of time like planning to meet up, planning to meet up. And we just got so lazy with it until we actually like, it took us bumping into each other somewhere last year. And then afterwards, we just like, our friendship just became closer. So then consequently, they became, you know, they became the three Negroes. And I was a, I was always a fan of her. So I'm good friends with them. So I listened nonstop. And so once they, I think once they realized that I like followed them completely on their show, they were just like, oh, well, in our absence, come, you know, hang out with us. You know, I would love one day to do it when Ray is there instead of her replacing me. <laughs> but, you know, that's not how it works out all the time. <laughs> how, uh, and how long have you been doing stand-up? I've been doing stand-up um, almost three years now. Okay. I started I started literally, I moved here in August of 2012. I got into stand-up around October, November, later on in the fall of that year. So it'll be three years in August. How, how is it uh, being a black gay comedian? How is it when you Isn't like... Isn't that a mouthful? That's a mouthful. <laughs> like, yeah, you need like a, a word. Like, you know how they have like comedian for women? Right. Like, yeah, it does need to be like... Comedian. A... <laughs> like, you gotta, you know, with any gay lingo, you gotta stretch out with a vowel in it. So, for me, it's the East. A comedian. Like... <laughs> Let me get it right. Being a comedian? Did I do it right? You gotta, the pitch, the, the, the okay. pitch gotta go up another octave. Yeah, okay. You gotta add some more A's like, in there. Yeah, so it's like, comedian. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like, comedian. There you go. Right. <laughs> that's, so, that's so bad on my part. <laughs> oh, no, no problem, sweetie. How do people approach you when you come in there? Do they have preconceived notions about you and what kind of comedy you're gonna present? Honestly, um, I don't know. Like, it's it's hard to say how people perceive, you know, because no one, no one yet has come up to me, has, has introduced me, you know, on stage and been like, oh, next up, because you know how they'll do, oh, we got a woman on the stage, right. or next up, there's a black guy, you know, I have yet to really get the, oh, the next guy, you're going to love him, and guess what, he's gay, like, I haven't gotten <laughs> that yet. I'm dreading when it will happen because I'm sure it will, but I haven't gotten yet. So mm. I haven't gotten anybody approaching me with any preconceived notions okay. of what I'm going to do or say. However, I run, I operate kind of generally in my life, regardless, outside of stand up on stage, regardless. I kind of operate on the idea that people already know. So when mm. I get on okay. stage, when I get on stage, I kind of, my presence, I would think people would just assume it until I do like a bit that kind of reveals it in a way. Okay. But I don't know, like when the way, even afterwards, after I get off stage, people are kind of always like, oh, you have more to talk about than just that. Right. So it's not just, it's not just gay material. Like I have, I have, I have a good and interesting example of this. Because a lot of times people, um, like audience members, they see you do your thing, the show will be over, and they'll come up to you and you know make comments or they'll say how good you did. And so I had this one guy approach me, said I did great, 
he said, hey, I loved your jokes, but I will say your straight material is way less funnier than your gay material. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Instead of it just being material? Instead <laughs> of being material. You know, like, it's all a packaged app. It's not an act. It's not like I'm, you know, <clears throat> I'm going to talk, talk about dicks one day and talk about Barack Obama. Barack Obama's my straight joke. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that, that's like if there was classify, a... How do I classify what straight material is? Like, I'm right. literally about my thoughts. It's so, like if there was, like, a bisexual comedian, maybe you could have gay and straight so, material. So, so, right. I know a couple of those. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're like, oh, I was fucking some pussy the other day. And then, like, two minutes later, you're like, oh, I was fucking a dick. And it's like, wait How a minute. classify that. Right. Right. <laughs> straight and gay material? And then just, like, somebody's head explodes in the back. Yeah. Man. So now, you, now I call all of my political humor straight material. That's what that is. <laughs> it's exclusive, exclusive to straight people, and it's an anomaly for a gay man. It's particularly one of color right. to discuss anything outside of that. So, <laughs> um, what you said you moved to New York? Where'd you move from? I'm from Detroit originally. Okay, were you doing stand up there first, or you just? I was not. I was. I went to school. I went. Um, I graduated from college. Um, the same year I moved here. So mm. the summer I was. I was literally. I've been. I really haven't known anything other than Michigan my whole life. I haven't lived anywhere else. So I was in school when I was there. I, I'm from Detroit, but I did not do um comedy in Detroit at all. I started here. Yeah. So what was what was the thing where you just like I'm in New York. I'm a, now I'm gonna hit the stage. Like, what was the the impetus in your mind? Because that that seems like a, a big, like you know, like bold yeah. leap. It's very bold. Uh, I when I look back at it, I'm like, how the hell did you find yourself doing this? I think most <laughs> people will tell you that when they get into it. For me, I've always been like a I've always been a fan of comedy. Like. My introduction, honestly, my introduction of comedy wasn't, you know, like, usual, a lot of comedians, especially, like, black comics will tell you that, oh, you know, Richard Pryor was their inspiration, mm-hmm. or, you know, like, I, that, I, I didn't, I'm, honestly, I'm 26, so I really wasn't of an age where I got him mm-hmm. early on in my life, but later on, especially once I got into stand-up, he was definitely, you know, an influence, I could tell, you know, I appreciate his work mm-hmm. um, above all else. But when I was a kid, you know, I was, my parents, like, my parents and my aunts and uncles would all get together and, like, watch the Kings of Comedy, like, watch right. those tapes and would watch Chris Rock. Of course, I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I would always be, like, the one kid amongst all of my cousins in the room, kind of with their ear to the door, listening <laughs> to what they, hear what they laughing at. So I didn't know what was going on until, like, my, my uncle would just, like, let me, would leave me at his house, and I would see, like, the DVD or the tape sitting there, and I would just watch it. Mm. So here it is. I'm repeating all these jokes. You know, I'm repeating Steve Harvey's jokes, D.L. Hughley's jokes, Bernie Mac, who I fucking love everything about him. Right. I miss him so much. I'm mad that I'm not, he's not around anymore for me to, you know, see him live. So I've always been like a fan of comedy and it, it followed me, you know, it carried, I carried that with me into my adulthood. So the summer before I moved here, I, found myself you know i was a new i was a recent college graduate i didn't have a job yet i was living back at home and a lot of my time was spent watching more stand-up like i would be at home you know when i wasn't looking for a job when i was just kind of in my in-between moment i was just kind of watching like a lot of specials and really didn't even think of getting into comedy at that point either Mm. you know so the, the the um cards were in my favor. They ended up getting dealt where I moved here. 
and I was working a job and a girl who no longer does stand up, but <laughs> I was, it's really weird how that works out. Like I worked with this girl. She told me to come to an open mic with her. I wasn't going to get up. Mm. I was just going to go with her cause I was new and I didn't know anything about open mics or anything like that. And she was performing. I thought she was funny. I went with her again and got up the first time. And did pretty good for an open mic. Like, I did pretty good. And the guy who ran it told me to come back. So I got booked on my first show after my third open mic. Wow. Which is unheard of, like, for a lot of, you know, people that first start out. Right. Man. So that's, you know, and there was was this whole idea where I was just like, you know, I look back on it. Like, I was was watching all this stand-up, you know, just to kind of take my mind away from, my issues, you know, being unemployed, having, you know, being a college graduate, all this anxiety mm-hmm. and watching all of this. And then I get here and I'm working and mm-hmm. then I start doing it. Like, it's, yeah. it's no explanation outside of that. <laughs> That's dope, man. Yo, yeah. Go ahead, Gary. Yeah, because we've seen uh, stand up, like open mics, bomb really, really bad. It, it's brutal. Right. We, <laughs> yeah. we went to Charleston one time and this dude, he bombed so bad. Yeah, I should have known something was up because it was just like free comedy inside. I was like, free comedy? I was this, like, let's go. Yeah, I was like, can this night get any better? The sushi is way too big and cheap. Like, let's just fucking go to the car. We rolling all sevens tonight. <laughs> we was like, fuck it. Man, it was harsh. It was harsh. It's, you know, it's a daunting. Um, thing to go through and recently like I've been making different friends you know that have come from all over in New York that tell me like their views on the open mic scene and for me I think it was necessary because no one knew who I was and I didn't know what I was doing and quite frankly the scene the circuit in New York City makes it so that I mean if you're not doing an open mic then no one really knows at least do a couple so that people see your face and they know who you are unless you're doing it from another town which Mm. is where a lot of people do it you know like they a lot of people come from LA or come from Chicago Chicago's booming right now with comedians Mm -hmm. um Chicago Indiana they come from down south and move here and then after they start doing it in that case, because then you've already kind of established yourself and you might know someone who already is here doing comedy that can get you up, you know, real easier than rather than how I did it, where I needed to start out immediately because I didn't know anyone. (laughs) Uh, Have you uh, done any shows where you're just like, I can't believe this person is here, like somebody that like you're like, oh, I used to listen to them or watch them or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did a show <laughs> with Kim Coles um, last year at Gotham Comedy Club. <laughs> <laughs> how, now, how is how is that? Is that just surreal? Were you just like, what the fuck? It's, it, it definitely is for real, surreal, especially considering I wasn't doing comedy no longer than like a year and a half at that time. Mm. So I was like, am I really on a show with her right now? Like I watched <laughs> Living Single like still to this day as if the episodes are new right (laughs) like you know it's just it's crazy that you know jim gaffigan also i was on a show with him last year like it was it's not it kind of it takes you because it it makes you realize that these people are people too like even Mm -hmm. though you really did them and love them you could be sitting right next to them like i got the opportunity to sit with kim calls at the comic at the comics table and just kind of chop it up with her she like asked me you know and what's even crazier i have really you know a good experience with her because i saw her again like maybe a month or two afterwards and she remembered me like i didn't even expect that you know so she's really super sweet so 
and I've gotten to see a lot of different people who have been on television that I've, you know, gotten to meet. And it's an experience <laughs> that, you know, I don't really get starstruck. I don't think I like to try to play it cool, cooler than I am. Look like on the inside, I'm like jumping up and down, but like <laughs> I try to be like, yeah, this is I'm I'm supposed to be here. You yeah, know? It's kind of, like <laughs> comedians and porn stars are like the two professions where like soon as you're in it, that like that's your thing, like that's what you are, like and, and no one can tell you you're not. You know what I mean? So it's not like I can be like. Nigga, you ain't no comedian. It's like you get on stage, even mm-hmm. if you're terrible at it, you're still a comedian. Yes, like, you are. You, you know, know what? You said porn stars, and that just triggered something in me because I <laughs> remember I was in a, a club in Chicago during spring break, and I got to meet Brian Pumper. Oh, oh my man, Pumper! That was that was a total. I don't even have the words to describe. Is he <laughs> as corny in real life as he comes off on the videos? He is, absolutely it's corny in <laughs> real life the girls that we were with he was like there was like two floors and we were like going up and down. it was spring break so right. you know well first of all who spends their spring break in chicago of course people from <laughs> michigan but um, we went to this club and his the chain he had like all of the chain he was the whole thing actually like, oh he was my god like sometimes when you see people they it's a character so I'm like okay if we see them in a public setting they they might be a little turned off right no completely and I'm pretty sure and excuse me for being so crass oh, but no, no, I'm crying. pretty sure there was someone jerking him off at the club <laughs> on so we were just very shocked by that. And he had, and he introduced us to, to he introduced himself to the whole group that we were amongst. Oh my god! It was a very awkward situation because we were like, "Yeah, hello, dude." So about that woman we just saw in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't How do you explain that. And is that a normal thing you do? Right. <laughs> like, I don't 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 have her touching me with her dick hands. Yeah, like, I didn't <clears throat> want to shake his. hand. Because I was just like, I don't know what this is about. Like, I don't know what just happened. I don't know where your hands were. I don't yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that dude. That point, something triggered. That, that was, was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> yeah, that dude, man, he, like, um, I like he used to put, like, rap videos between his porn scenes, mm-hmm. complete with dances and fake gold chain. Like, he looked like, um, for anybody that's ever seen the movie, I'm gonna get you sucker. He looked like the brother that died he from Overgold. He black exploitation. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. He looked like. I'd be lying if I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't turned on a couple times though. By his video. <laughs> yeah, so. well, you know, that's the worst though is like he's so corny, but then like he'll, you know, like he mostly works with the kind of women that I'm into. So it'd be like some thick ass black chick and I'd be like, right. fuck, I gotta watch the video though. Like, you know what I mean? If I can just get through these three minutes of rap, right? I guess I'll go ahead and finish the video out. But yeah, that dude, uh, I tried to get him to come on the show one time, but he was big timing us because he thought he was going to blow up with that, um, with that, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. Up into though, like, right. <laughs> Nobody has ever he made has, that leap. He can't have good friends. He can't. Right. No no one has ever made the legit porn male porn star to legit rapper ever leap. That leap has never been made. It's always gonna be a running joke. And he was just like, Nope, I'm I'm about to do this. Didn't someone like sun him on like camera? Yes, uh my like, man. Chain, or wasn't it, 15, it was um, like, I'm pretty sure he got pumped out. 
sometimes on camera. It like, was it was your a, career was already over before you consume can conceive the thought. <laughs> yeah, it was another porn star, Nat Turner. Him and then like three other male porn stars. They were like behind the scenes. It's on YouTube. Like it's like everybody got How by a colleague right <laughs> you know everybody got like i didn't even know porn star dudes like hang out like that but they was just all kicking porn it and then they was just like they was like doing the pumper dance like mocking the fact Aww. that he that he had on um fake jewelry then they had they got him on camera like they was messing with his jewelry joking him he was just trying to clown it out like oh come on y'all man stall me out they was like no nah, man he's changed make you can tell when like they was just like clank, clanking up I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what is he an alarm clock? What's happening? Oh my god, man! His, his, fucking, his fucking chain did more talking than he did. I, I like, what? <laughs> oh my god! Well, um, let me uh do all the all the other upfront news and shit. Um, first of all, this is the blackout tips. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and uh, we'll read them on the air if we like them. Mm-hmm. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And today's podcast is sponsored by Shadow. Well, actually, it's sponsored by like two different sponsors. Um, Shadow Dog Productions. Balling. Oh, what'd you say, Alex? <laughs> Balling. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, we try to get money when we can get it. You know what I'm saying? Do the pumper dance. Um, I'm not mad at. this podcast is sponsored by shadow doll productions check out their behind the scenes video on youtube of our guest spot on this show last sunday Mm -hmm. had a good time with them you've seen the show streaming live but watch the highlights from artistic angles like the back of rod's head (laughs) check us out (laughs) check us out at uh on youtube i'll put the link in the chat for you guys um and then i'll put the link on the website as well so go to the blackoutist.com uh you know if you get there in the next couple of days it'll be on the front page you guys mm-hmm. can see exactly uh what the back of my head looks like um when we sit down and record um and it was a cool i mean it was a cool recording session like we actually got to sit in like on couches and be comfortable and mm-hmm. um it was dope man and i can't wait for you guys to hear the audio plays we recorded because um they were extremely funny man yes we had a great <clears throat> time yeah I, I really got to do my thing on some of them so i like i really it's like i was reading them and could barely get through them because they were so funny <clears throat> so uh make sure you guys check that out of course we also have uh, another sponsor um this uh, this podcast is brought to you by bevel that's right bevel b-e-v-e-l it's about to be father's day mm-hmm. all right um you got some fathers in your life make sure you guys want them to look nice okay they walk around with these razor bumps and it's a reflection on your whole family yeah got they mo- yo you know your mama look at your daddy sideways mm-hmm. uh, it is the first and only shaving system designed for coarse and curly hair and sensitive skin all right so make sure you guys do that step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps go to getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and use code t-b-g-w-t and get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com <clears throat> all right and then let me i forgot to double check to make sure we ain't got to do adam and eve today let's see all right cool we're good all right now let's talk about news okay been a lot of news going because we, i was sick last week mm-hmm. <clears throat> as you can hear still a little under the weather 
but uh we do this for you guys because we love y'all yep um but uh news kept happening mm-hmm. even with me being sick like news when you just stop. take a few days off let me rest nah they was like fuck that shit well the biggest news i would say of um all that time that we had off uh bruce jenner is now caitlin jenner oh yeah i forgot we hadn't talked about that right right (laughs) we sure have it right like i wanted to talk about it i was sick it was like i was like this is killing me but um yeah and i feel like because we're late on it um luckily like all the ignorant uh people (laughs) people have already spoken yeah so we can just kind of respond to that right but um (laughs) yeah yeah i guess in all in all fairness you know what ignorant people never get tired of speaking so it'll Mm -hmm. they'll keep talking but um (laughs) so kate so basically uh uh she was on the cover of i believe it was like vanity fair um and everybody that was talking about it were saying like two things first of all shout out to black twitter so supportive like i was just watching black twitter like hmm you got it right because uh, sometimes i'll be watching black twitter like oh here we go but no nah, it was <laughs> like everybody pretty much was like <laughs> right yes. like everybody well everybody i follow was pretty much like slay bitch slay like you know so being very supportive which is cool um follow a lot of women right we i that. do i do follow a lot of women that's true that is true i don't <laughs> like because it's so many it's so many niggas that like i would i would like to be friends but, they but then they say or do something where i'm just like no nah, nigga we can't be friends Come right on. they so yeah. ignorant like i don't want to be yelling at you all day every day right from the stupidity that you say and i think but that's that's one beautiful thing about social media you can kind of control what comes in and out of what you see mm-hmm. and a lot of times when people complain about certain things they see it's a lot of times because of who you follow yeah and you know and the thing is i kind of felt like don't you, do that life life? Don't, you really, don't you wish you just like in real life if someone's having like a face-to-face conversation with you and just like one click of a button they could eject from your from in front of you like yes. wouldn't that be great yes <laughs> yes i would love to to do like a if twitter was real life yeah. yes if, if twitter was real life y'all i would have a mute button where somebody talking i could just hit that button that they could stand there and keep talking but i could continue to do what i was doing and just ignore them oh my god i, I would love that button i just realized i'm i'm gonna start doing that <laughs> yeah. like i'll go i'll go to the gym <laughs> yeah i'll go to the gym and i have my headphones in and somebody will come talk to me and i'll take them out to listen but i feel like from now on i'm just if they start saying some stupid shit i'm just gonna put my headphones back in and i'm gonna say it out loud like unfriend you know and then put my headphones back <laughs> in or mute i have thing about headphones too where i'm like I don't, maybe we can relate on this is that if I'm listening to my headphones, of course, people still don't realize that headphones mean that I can't see you, mm. but or <laughs> I, or I don't want to be talked to. But if like someone starts talking to me, the way I signify if I want to talk to you for real and engage in a conversation, if I take both headphones out, but if I, I take, take one, one headphone and if I leave one headphone in, that kind of means, okay, wrap this up like i don't really want to yes. continue yes but people are terrible with social i want to get back to my music you know what they treat yeah, they kind of like you if i still have this one in and i'm like i'm half listening that's te- that's technically what that means. right yeah, they treat that like it's the audition for fucking like americans 
of you know like america's got talent or some shit like cause right it's like because you take the america one headphone out let me tell you more about this thing i know right. you don't care about <laughs> it's like obviously i just need to sing harder and louder because uh, I, I only have 30 <laughs> seconds i thought i had a whole minute it's like no this is the wrap it up b like let's go right and pertinent and, information only please and i think too maybe it's just me as americans we think every fucking thing we say is the goddamn most important thing in the whole motherfucking world and everybody gotta hear us but sometimes people really don't give a fuck about what you talking about maybe it's american thing i don't know i think i just know people do it way too fucking much and nobody cares i don't even Mm -mm. i'm so used to it now i'm just like you you don't give a fuck what i was listening to go ahead Mm -mm. um so (laughs) uh, here's some of the articles about caitlin jenner uh oh and first of all man i felt like this is gonna happen when bruce jenner did the interview Mm -hmm. and um and he had like a two-hour thing and it was like uh cool because i i was like you know anytime you can spread awareness about a marginalized people and stuff right to to america to the world where people you know get their ignorant questions out of the way because everybody's kind of ignorant about everything right so you know and, and we very very rarely have a setting where you can get like questions answered without it being like just completely offensive right so you know they got that interview and people were kind of receiving it pretty well which you know i was you know of course some people got jokes some people you know there's like there's gonna always be stuff like that but in general people were very much like okay so that's what bruce jenner is going through but i feel like that was kind of like him taking a step because it was he was still he at that moment right. and he was still bruce at that moment and i was like i wonder because you know the kardashian clan and e are so savvy i was like i wonder if there's gonna be like a big reveal at some point so you could capitalize on it like bam i'm caitlin got the cover of this i got my own tv show i got you know like because they they don't let the money hit the floor oh, over there no. you know what i mean like they make you know they they good they oh, good no. it, so when it so when this happened i was like that makes sense because that's how you get them like that now you have all the attention all the focus everybody's gonna be talking about this completely and like they're like ignorance won't be an excuse to being like what i didn't even know like no you you definitely know because it's all anybody's been talking about right and uh, uh she's getting her own show Mm-hmm. and everything and and i and it was one of those things for me i didn't even realize who it was i kept saying who is this person everybody just talking about it all you all jokes aside at first i thought well this must be like a lost sister i really thought that i was like who is this lost kardashian that just popped up out <laughs> i thought it was gonna be caitlin with a k because of kim oh, you know kylie like okay. all the other k's but if i were if i, were, if I had been bruce jenner i would have called myself kim kardashian just to be petty oh like, like, that's what i would have done oh that would have <laughs> just to be petty. it was it was all it was already a little bit petty because like kim had tried to announce she was get, okay yeah. yeah kim was like yeah i got a second baby um coming out y'all and everybody was like uh don't nobody care about that uh <laughs> like, yeah you could have waited to tomorrow for that yeah you should have waited one more day because um it's all about caitlin right now so sorry kim and kanye's uh east west or whatever north the, south yeah the new baby gonna be <laughs> like we're not even about to do it but um i but i you know I, I thought it was pretty savvy um a lot of people are like speculating that caitlin jenner might become like a fashion icon uh which i wouldn't be i wouldn't be um surprised by either because you mm-hmm. know kim got the fashion connects um and uh, i think it was laverne cox who kind of said caitlin jenner and her both kind of benefit from 
you know this like having the money and the access right. and, the, and the features to uh to to represent more like quote unquote womanly so you know i wouldn't be surprised if caitlin jenner became like somewhat of a fashion icon because mm-hmm. uh, if caitlin jenner comes up with a paper magazine cover like kim kardashian oh. it's gonna break the internet harder what she still from- might <laughs> she still might yo people <laughs> will lose their mother fucking mind i wish you would talk about uh transgender visibility like that, that i don't i don't think it gets more visible than seeing yeah. on paper magazine might have to log out for a couple of days um Ooh, i wish you <clears> would <throat> just to watch the internet burn the fuck down now i, I could love every moment of it too and I it, love it. it was weird because when i first heard that it was a c instead of a k i i was like i couldn't tell the difference because i'm homophonic you know what i mean like oh lord i yeah they both yeah they both sound alike um grammar joke y'all look that up second thing <laughs> second thing i, I did, did. <laughs> second thing i started seeing everybody <laughs> everybody was talking about whether or not they would fuck caitlin jenner which is funny because before this it was just like oh bruce jenner the decathlete <laughs> you know what i mean the gold medalist the like one of the greatest athletes of all time and then it's just like would you fuck her that like that was amazing <laughs> to see that transition where it's just like say say that again alex isn't that i think isn't that amazing though like Kaylin jenner hasn't been a woman for a month and we're already like sexualizing her and making her like people are already like you know, being misogynistic towards her. Like, isn't yeah. that crazy? Like, Amazing. it's no time at all. Yeah, well, <laughs> welcome to the world of womanhood, honey. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, wow. it's, it's, it was a, an amazing, uh, like, just a pivot, you know. And it's people that, and for a lot of people that mean well, you know right. what I mean? Like, if you were to ask, like, well, are you trying to say something negative? They'd be like, no, no. I'm saying I would fuck Caitlyn Jenner. That's how that's how positive I am about this change. You're like, yeah, man, that's kind of a little bit demeaning. <laughs> no, <laughs> demeaning. Yeah, like she didn't transition. He didn't. Bruce Jenner didn't transition into a woman. Honestly, she's a lesbian, right? So that even makes it even further. People forget that she, that, he, that that Caitlyn likes women, right? So you that's pretty much just as disrespectful <laughs> as you approaching uh you know a woman in her own in her own birthright a, a woman and that's a lesbian saying i i, I think someone who did that that wasn't the goal the goal wasn't to be an uh, um a sexual icon to went to men across the world that wasn't i don't that wasn't what at all yeah you broke up a little <laughs> You broke up a little bit there, Alex. I'm going to hang up and call you right back on Skype. I think our connection's acting up. Hold on one second. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. Let me see if I can get them right back. You know how Skype be doing sometimes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, but, yeah. That's, all right. Yo, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, okay. cool. Um, so, uh, Caitlyn Jenner joined Twitter. And beat President Obama's record for reaching a million Twitter followers uh, in a much faster pace, um, which proves that you know people are more obsessed with celebrity than they are with presidency, right? You know, which is funny because I can already feel people like. Let's. It took only five hours, by the way. 
i can already feel like right. a month from now or two months from now whenever the show comes out people isn't this enough caitlin jenner why do we got to talk about this all the time nigga a million of y'all follow me in five hours you want to talk about it shut up ain't that the truth um so yeah that was that was amazing um the of course um some people were kind of ignorant about it uh chris brown who uh i don't know what's up with chris brown like i feel like (laughs) i feel like chris brown just wakes up every day like how can i end this day in prison you know (laughs) he got to like it's like a game with him or some shit man um he went on instagram and tweeted out uh oh not tweeted i guess instagrammed a picture uh that was a meme that basically compared bruce jenner to a science experiment um to which you know kylie jenner who is friends with his uh who is friends quote unquote friends with tiger uh friends of some kind right (laughs) for you know friends like that that one uncle that your uncle been bringing to thanksgiving you know what i'm saying forever but don't nobody want to really say what their relationship is yeah like they go together um so uh yeah he tweeted out shout out to akon he is about to supply 600 million africans with solar power i'm really upset that this isn't major news but that science project bruce jenner is hashtag society and then kylie jenner left a comment that said not very nice to say about your friend's dad so yeah you know but that's chris brown there's nothing about him very nice uh and then she went on chris brown is human garbage like i don't expect him to really be culturally sensitive like at this Mm -hmm. point it's like you you like you're stalking your ex-girlfriend after you're stalking your ex-girlfriend in public after what you impregnating her friend on the low and you think it's okay that you're trying to get back into her life and he's just like begging and pleading. He's just a, he's, uh, I'm, I hate to be this guy, but I really will be surprised if he makes it to 30. Like, I yeah. Do. yeah. The life he's, he's a very volatile person <laughs> and I wouldn't wish that on someone, but I just, I don't see it for him. And I very openly, I very proudly download his music illegally. Like, mm. I put that on the, I put that on, on wax. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't them and it's it's not it's just very hard to, and people want to make it <clears throat> i've seen people recently talk about you know people who are fans of his be like oh well he people are still punishing him for rihanna people are still punishing him from you know from years ago from a mistake he made years ago i'm just like yeah that's one argument you could have if he weren't fucking up at other things consistently right like these these, these situations he's getting himself in aren't aren't are separate of rihanna so he's refreshing the hate that people right. have for him i think he's doing is redeeming himself so right. you can't make that claim that oh we still because the argument isn't oh he's a one beater no one's no one's still saying that now mm-hmm. he's making a whole different joke for himself for people to get it to right he just constantly so I just don't, up. i don't he, support him at all he took <laughs> now he did take down the picture okay and then he put up this picture instead which is just a picture of him hanging out around three luxury cars at his mansion so there you guys go he's uh obviously sorry and he learned his lesson uh, <laughs> but yeah so you know and you knew people were gonna say shit like that but uh yeah and i wasn't surprised it was chris brown because he also followed uh karuchi train home from the from the club 
Oh, he better leave Kakarot alone. Leave that woman alone, but let her be happy. Yeah, she. I caught Rock and Kill Patrick. So yeah, he saw her out, and uh, he was like, um, "Yeah, let me uh, let me follow her home from the club." Like a fucking stalker. So she called the cops. Right, I would too. You know, which I mean, can you blame her? uh she also had posted pictures of her on instagram looking like she had got beat up at some point so who knows what this yeah. you know <laughs> what i mean like it created hey chris once you know once you stop i mean once you start it's hard to stop maybe he uh hit karuchi as, as well um but yeah apparently she was out um tmz posted the video like oh look a lover's reunion but that was not the case um christina million and her sister hosted playhouse last night and uh the sources say that chris brown purchased a table right next to christina million's likely knowing that karuchi tran will be there right um the night of the party chris attempted to talk to her but she didn't want to speak to him or even make eye contact by the way she has gone way longer and stronger on this than i give than i thought she give would her credit yeah she really I, might I, was, be I was like she ain't done she's just gonna be back to that nigga in a week and uh like when she was talking to Iyanla, mm-hmm. i was like this ain't gonna work mm-hmm. but she um she been sticking to her guns yeah and i hope she does now, honestly i hope uh she does really move on because it's just one of those things where probably she didn't got to the point and i hopefully that manager that walked in and nobody knew who the fuck was is like got in her ear and was like this is not good for your career yeah well, they got into an argument. Uh, he attempted to, and then she called an what Uber. she do? She a model? Like, I, I'm always confused by what she does. Something yeah, that's apparently. She, that's a good crazy. point. Cause you, she yeah. just exists. Karen said career, but like, what is her career? Existing. Some like, women's I, careers just do exist. Girl who's just pretty for a living. Like Cassie. Right. Like, even though Cassie sings, but. Right. But we really know the truth. Right. <laughs> uh, well, she, well, apparently she called an Uber. It was like, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, Chris followed behind. Uh, and that's when they caught them leaving. The camera caught them leaving the club together. Uh, but they did not intend to leave together. Chris tried to get into the SUV and yells at Karuchi's friend to get in the back seat. Apparently, he says to her, move to the back before I make you move. And hops in the car. You can even hear her friend begging Chris to get out the car. Karuchi only complied because she didn't want to cause a scene and was all too familiar with Chris's explosive arguments. Karuchi did not want Chris to come home with her, so she agreed to talk with him in a public space, stopping by a nearby diner. Unfortunately, the talk didn't go well. They got into a full-blown argument, and then she ran out, and that's where things got crazier. Karuchi returns home to grab some clothes and stay the night somewhere else. Then he shows up at her door, banging on her door and yelling. It got so intense that neighbors called the cops. There's reportedly video footage of it, too. Karuchi ultimately left the home for the night, um yeah that's some stalker shit bro right not trying it's one of no, that's, that's scary because it's one of those shit like now do i need to motherfucking move and not say nothing or move and put my shit under somebody else's name so your ass can't find me mm-hmm. yeah I, because you're insane i don't want to be here by myself in the middle of the night or, or, or just here with family and friends you randomly show up and break in my fucking house and then for you to feel like you own me to right. that point you know what i mean well you don't feel you like you have a daughter you have a daughter so go take care of your daughter 
her. Like, right. He just found out that he has a kid. So why? Where do you have the time between your career and taking care of your new that your daughter that you just found out about? Mind you, there was, right? Like, there was a year. Where do and you a half. have the time to do these antics? Because I honestly, in a in a regular person's mind, I guess, in a sane person's world, if I'm balancing a music career and I have a child on on my hands now. My ex, my ex girlfriend is not the focus of my life right now. Right, and, and what's funny Getting is in the shower mat in the street. Like that's not <laughs> that, nothing about that is cute or okay. And what's funny <laughs> is like a couple of weeks ago, um, his uh, baby mama had requested an uh, increase in child support. support. Right, and I was of like, course. I hope she get it because <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, um. Yeah. you know if you're not paying what the fuck you supposed to be paying anyway uh in the plan that y'all already had established and then like you show up for a couple months taking care of this baby and then all of a sudden you like i ain't paying child support because i've been around for two months like fuck you nigga you owe pay what you owe right because you know you're not a reliable father um and and honestly the mom needs to be secure with that baby and their future mm-hmm regardless of him because he's a temperamental motherfucker you don't know what he's gonna be doing uh, next week I, so no. i was so and i when i said that i put that comment on a uh, ball alert and then all these women was like now nah, see she's just an opportunist you don't understand mm-hmm. and i was like you know what man i like i need to link them to this post and be like this nigga a good dad where's baby at right that's crazy this nigga right. out here trying to stalk some chick like you know, and he's man, he's probably raising a little girl too. What lesson she gonna learn from this nigga? Right, and and this is just, just me and the way I feel about it. I feel this stuff. Women is is that uh, me? One two one two. Oh, it's gone. Okay, this is the way I feel about it. a lot of times. Just in my personal opinion, when it comes to celebrities and you know child support and things like that, broke people think from their perspective, and then you have people who say it, but they only saying it from a hatred, hate, hateful place. Because if they was in them shoes, they would go get child support also. Right. So I I don't believe a lot of these people that would just be like, well, I let him go. Mm-mm. You don't let Jimbo go at the shoe shack for eight twenty five an hour. So I know you ain't gonna <laughs> let Chris Brown go. Well, when you're a man, uh, that's one of the things in our society you do get a break for. Like, yeah. when it comes to parenthood, it's like, he trying, y'all. He trying. Like, you know, like, that, like women is more like, you know, it's unrelenting. It's just like, you know, Drea, where your baby at? Like, she can't even have fun. Like, Mm-mm. you know, Kim Kardashian goes somewhere. It's like, be a mom. Like, no matter what she's doing. No matter what. But as a dude, like, you can that's see just, with your baby. Patriarchal. That's like, that's mm-hmm. kind of, that, that ties into just how we view, like, women to be, like, the protectors and the, you know, maternal. Like, it's expected does a father be more removed from the situation than, than the mother. It's, right. and unfortunately, that's how it's expected. Right. Right, and so yeah. they give you so much credit for just like being around. Like they give you credit, you for know. Pushing. Oh, you took three selfies with your baby. You a good daddy, right? They give you credit just for showing up. But guess what? Showing up don't pay bills. Showing up don't put no food in this baby's mouth. Showing up don't it don't cover anything. And it's funny though because if you have moms that leave, a moms that tap out and be like, "I'm leaving the father." All of a sudden, she's the worst mom in the world. But men do it all the time. It's like, oh, that's what that's what's quote unquote expected of them. But too many men stand, stand by their children that are not in their lives for me to believe that. And, and more news about how the earth just does not want us, so we all need to die. I, did we lose him? Oh, we lost. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh he's no, still here on I'm Skype. Here. I, the camera got to come back up. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um so in other news about the earth not wanting us 
um that remember last time we were on and we talked about the death toll in india with the heat wave right melting fucking asphalt it is now at 2330 people how hot is it out there shit like that's crazy that many people are just dying because it's because it's hot and they don't have nowhere to go yeah it's been a weeks long heat wave they're still waiting on uh monsoon season or rain season to start yeah, the deaths began in mid-April, but have accelerated at this point. Uh, it has reached 118 degrees Fahrenheit in some cities. Woo! And no air conditioning. And, and the thing about it is that here in America, we take a lot of that shit for granted because... Go ahead, go ahead, sweetie. Yeah, Alex, you there? Oh, no, I was just saying I couldn't imagine. You Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes. yeah, we hear you now. Okay, I was just saying I couldn't imagine it being that hot at all. Right, 118? Can you imagine getting in your car and seeing that little degree thing where it's like, yes, uh, nigga, it's fucking hot. Just go back inside. Like, <laughs> like, you, you, your thing, your thing be like. Give up. Thermostat just says give up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thermostat said your, your black ass will melt if right. you walk out Nigga, it just, it just be like, nigga, is you crazy? Like, you know. <laughs> ding, Same nigga, is you crazy? Same um, right it just shake his head uh <laughs> in more alarming news uh this is also kind of scary did you guys know that we have a national egg shortage oh i like it mm-hmm. yep we have we are currently experiencing a national egg shortage and restaurants are having to turn to a variety of strategies to deal with the massive egg shortage which has hit the country according to the los angeles times an incredible number so you know of is about to go unhealthy. <laughs> say, uh, uh, say that again, Alex. You know that that means it's about to get real unhealthy. They're about mm. to start doing something, probably more than what they already were to eggs. Oh, true. Like right. genetically, that's exactly what's about to happen. Yeah, somebody's gonna start using them church's chickens to make eggs. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be on steroids. The monstrosities, man. Um. An incredible number of egg-producing chickens have died since December thanks to three deadly strains of avian influ, uh, avian flu, bird flu. Across the nation, nearly 43 million birds in 15 states either died or got so sick they had to be put down. Shit. Um, the, uh, Chad Gregory, who's the chief executive of trade group United Egg Producers, uh, notes that this is a devastation unlike any other in the history of our industry. With prices high and supplies low, restaurants are no longer able to serve egg dishes as usual. The San Antonio, Texas-based Whataburger took drastic steps to combat the storage. I mean, the shortage. Um, the, uh, WFAA writes that the chain has temporarily reduced its breakfast hours to the low supply of eggs due to the low supply of eggs. Boy, you be mad, you especially if you ain't know the hours for sure. You're like, y'all need to change y'all hours. Yeah, they'll only be serving breakfast four hours on weekdays and six hours on the weekends while supplies last. Instead of offering the menu items from 11 p.m. to 11 a.m., the chain adds, "We know this is no fun for anyone. I hope this doesn't last longer. We apologize for the supply of eggs that cannot currently meet the demand." Do you think they'll start doing like egg substitutes? you know uh, or liquid maybe. eggs you know because a lot of restaurants do that i don't I mean, even know if that's real eggs just do like my mama do put some milk in there stretch it out I ain't that the truth <laughs> you know what i mean meanwhile mcdonald's meanwhile mcdonald's is like 
y'all need to catch up. We've been doing this forever. Right. <laughs> egg. McDonald's like, fuck is an egg. Wait, eggs is a thing? Like, <laughs> right. We're like, we're like, we about to go 24 hours. Yeah, is that what y'all think y'all been eating? Shit. Fool me. <laughs> Uh, other restaurants are turning to alternative egg sources and substitutes. Texas mm-hmm. restaurant Monterey Cafe, uh, Monterey Cafe said that they had to stop using their normal egg distributor because prices have increased drastically. Instead, they're buying eggs from bulk stores, Sam's Club. Damn, they buying their eggs directly from Sam's Club? <laughs> that was like, y'all, y'all rates are so good right now. Yeah, that's some hood shit right there. You're like, just go to Sam's Club. These niggas tripping. Um, use my ca- 67 pack. Yeah, use, <laughs> use my car. Get us two 67 packs of eggs. <laughs> you know, you know they walk out of there with the whole stash in the back. Right. Everybody else come in and go, why can I get my 12 dozen of eggs? They're like, um, oh, ma'am, Sam's Club just bought like all the eggs we got. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, and, uh, let's see. Who else is this? Uh, oh yeah, Sam's Hampton Creek. A San Francisco company that manufactures plant-based egg substitutes tells the San Francisco Business Times that demand for its product has gone drastically up. Plant-based egg? That sounds nasty. Uh, Like tofu eggs or some shit? I don't know. You might can make it work. You might can. Uh, The company recently shipped thousands of pounds of its powdered egg substitutes to General Mills so that food manufacturer could use it in its bakery mixes. Oh, so you go, well, since you can't have a rhythm, that's, that's like somebody, you know what? We know y'all used to brew to hear some motherfucking instant tea. What? No. <laughs> it's not the same. Um, yeah, I think. What did, what did instructions say? Add water and stir? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we might have dropped Alex real quick. I'm, a, I'm trying to get him back. Um, no problem. I had to call him on the phone. Yeah, let me let me send him a little message. Mm-hmm. Say, uh, we can't call you on a phone. Yeah, that shit sounds disgusting. Plant based eggs. Oh, yeah. Um, that does a tofu egg. Are you serious? Right. Like it just doesn't sound sanitary or pleasing or appetizing. Right. You know, egg substitute. Egg supposed to come from the chicken, and you talking about no, your egg would have come from the ground. What? <laughs> and the fact that we don't have like a better name for it than just egg substitute powder, like right? Might as well just name it like a chemical compound, like seventy five twenty three X. <laughs> yeah, let me from get, the periodical table. Yeah. Yes. Um, like they couldn't just come up with like eggs with like one G or some shit, or eggs with like a X or something. Yeah, cause you're not trying to funny scientists. A lot of scientists ain't cool with the names. Like some marketing person got to come with the marketing name, cause you know science people they ain't, they don't really care about shit being profitable. Yeah, you let, know I'm gonna call him back. Um, I have his phone. Okay, number. So let me get him back on the line with that. Okay. Um, what? Choose country region, bitch. America. What is this shit? <laughs> What, what else you think I'm calling? Yeah, what? Okay, do it like that and see if it lets you do it. Um, yeah, I, I did not know that was a thing. Alright. It's like, we didn't know where you calling. Yeah, that shit was like, you want to call Paraguay? I was like, no, no. nigga, I want to call America. <laughs> I don't want long distance Skype. Right. Uh, so we'll see if we can get this to work. Okay. Yeah, hey. uh, it worked. There we go. Alright, cool. Are uh, you still there? You heard us? Yep. I'm okay, here. cool. Alright. So, um, yeah, they coming up with, uh, egg substitute powder. Um, they have a spokesperson for the restaurant management company tells the New York Times they're working with their chefs to change recipes to eliminate eggs. 
um at the dominican <laughs> university of california executive chef joe DeBono is now making egg dishes to order instead of serving them buffet style to eliminate waste they when making fried chicken he skips the egg wash in favor of just buttermilk okay that's that's a good substitute but that's, that's a good substitute yeah but there's some things that you just i mean how do you bake a cake without egg i i don't know good question i don't know i mean i'm pretty sure somebody out there know how to but i don't know how good it's gonna taste some chefs yeah it's like one of those things you don't know you know <laughs> it's not until you take one part away that you realize just how much you need that part right <laughs> like, right I, eggs is necessary to a lot of different things that we eat so right <laughs> because it's like a um it congeals a lot of things depending on what you're baking and making because right. I, i'm gonna tell you something that i didn't realize it was important salt and ketchup i went to hunt i went to the grocery store and i was like yeah i'm pulling this ketchup the motherfucker was salt free and i did not know the day you could opt to take salt out of ketchup that was the nastiest <laughs> bullshit ever i was like oh no i want all the salt in my ketchup mm-hmm. it's so necessary <laughs> <clears throat> so some people are using silken tofu instead of eggs what the hell is a silken tofu the special type of tofu um i don't respect anything tofu so <laughs> you can clock you can clock me out of that <laughs> i will do tofu in my uh miso soup that's about it for me yeah i like how alex said he don't respect it <laughs> like, no, like it is not real food <laughs> like god get out of here <laughs> yeah like this is a sergeant major corporal tofu it's like get him out of here <laughs> i don't respect that shit um but yeah man apparently uh the avian flu mainly affected hens that produce eggs that are sold in liquid form to restaurants manufacturers or items like ice cream and salad dressing right eggs are a lot of shit Mm -hmm. so ice cream might be about to uh take another hit Mm, right oh no don't mess with my ice cream please you know it's getting crazy um all right let's see what other news happened um well okay more shit with the duggars they did an interview mm-hmm. on fox news mm-hmm. uh and basically they're very upset um but they're upset at the media because the media shouldn't be uh bringing this story up so but you have a motherfucking tv show it's y'all you fault. have a television show no it's, it is y'all fault media leave us out of it we are right. not y'all can't exploit our kids for ratings that's what we do that's right it's, we we control <laughs> the platform that we do that on <laughs> right not you, not you. <laughs> our executive producers write the narratives yeah uh mike huckabee though which is funny because he you know big supporter of the duggars although he has recently coincidentally taken down all the videos of the duggars uh supporting him exactly total coincidence you know right because he's trying to run now he said it's because they were old so he just took them down mm-hmm. you know yeah mm-hmm. that that's a yeah, good yeah they've probably been up there for years mm-hmm. uh well he uh recently said he wished he was a trans woman so that he could shower with girls he said he should have said he was trans what mm-hmm. what yep 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 he, he wants he said um uh let me see where it was is it was at the national religious broadcasters convention in nashville um for those who do not think that we are under threat simply as simply recognize that the fact 
that we are now in the city after city watching ordinances say that your seven-year-old daughter if she goes into the bathroom into the restroom cannot be offended and you can't be offended if she's greeted there by a 42 year old man who feels more like a woman than he does a man um (laughs) well i guess if it was her brother it would be okay with you guys right because you're okay with that all right i mean your brother can sneak into your room at night that's fine exactly that's just normal that's just something we should we should be that's just that's something that you guys should just get used to right (laughs) then he he continued now i wish that someone told me when i was in high school that i could have felt like a woman when i when it came time to take showers in pe but you don't Uh, feel like a woman i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that that's so (laughs) demeaning to like oh my god that's Mm -hmm. so like people don't realize just how like when people when he says shit like that like it's like no that's those two leave those that that has nothing to do with anything and yet again mm-hmm. shows your bigotry towards uh transgender people mm-hmm. like you think it's just that simple and you you it shows your your ignorance of course above all else it shows your ignorance because you think it's just that simple to just put on some girl's clothes and walk into a bathroom first of all you're gross first mm-hmm. of all for saying that because you just think that you can just do that mm-hmm. and that, and and you're minimizing it down to the fact that oh they just want to do it they just want to be transgender just so they could get with women that's your right. you're you're basically trivializing it down to such a stupid and and wrong very incorrect like there's, like there's just a but like like every fucking uh transgender transgender person is just like one of the horny nerds in like an old 80s movie like porkies or you know like like uh look i'm so horny i'm gonna put on a dress and high heels and try to present well and then i'm just so i can like get a peek at a woman taking a shit because you know that's what that's what does it for me man like sometimes you just gotta completely you know change your entire life for a couple minutes in a bathroom with the woman you know mm-hmm. meanwhile i don't know if people notice this but um and i hate to you know blow the conservative people out of water but the bathrooms don't have locks uh if a dude just wanted to go in to a woman's bathroom he, he can he can like as, as a straight dude <laughs> right like there's actually I mean, not a force are, field there are consequences to that action but. right <laughs> but there's no force field keeping anybody out for the record mm-hmm. like it's not like you like you hit it and oh penis get out yeah it's not like it's like oh no the magical force field is gonna be violated by it's gonna be tricked <laughs> by these clothes like right. if if people was that fuck like honestly if someone was that um uh obsessed and that uh you know hard up where they were like i'm going to uh like i just need to see some titties so bad or something i'm gonna sneak into the woman's bathroom he could just do it in his regular clothes. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Like it would actually be easier. <laughs> it would be easier than going out buying dresses, getting surgery, and changing your life if that's what you think all transgender people are about. That's like that's such a ridiculous statement to even make. Um uh, and it doesn't consider the reality. It's just it's only relying on the transphobia of it, you know? Right. Um matter of fact, speaking of transphobia, I meant to bring this up earlier. So Caitlyn Jenner is about to receive the Arthur Ashe Award from the Essence. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is like a award for bravery, right? Mm-hmm. Last year, Michael Sam received it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do y'all know who's received it any year before that? 
Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Nobody. <laughs> nobody does. Is it new? Did it? Did this just happen? Did right. this just start? Like this award? Yeah, they've been doing this award for years, but I ain't gonna lie, I haven't paid it no attention. Yeah, um, it's not crazy. that important. Yeah, nobody. I can. guess now the the Arthur Ashe Award has now turned into the Gay Award for for sports. Yeah. That's basically what it's <laughs> LGBT award in sports, even though. Arthur Ashe, I'm, I'm going to go out on the limb and say Arthur Ashe was not homosexual. So, so here, here's, who's, here's who's won it since 1993. Jim Valvano. Everybody remembers his speech. Mm-hmm. Steve Palermo. Mm-hmm. Howard Cosell. Loretta Claiborne. Muhammad Ali. Dean Smith. Billie Jean King. William David Sanders. Kathy Freeman. Jeremy Glick. Tom Burnett. Mark Bingham, Todd Beamer, Pat Tillman, Kevin Tillman, George, George Weir, I never, don't know him, um, Jim McLaurin, Emmanuel Ofusu Yeboah, Roya uh, Ahmad, Shamila Kohistani, David Cullen, Trevor Ringland, John Carlos, Tommy Smith, Nelson Mandela, Todd Thomas, Aaron Thomas, uh, Jan Thomas, a lot of Thomases right there. Right. Um, Dewey Bozella, Pat Summit, Robin Roberts, and Michael Sam. The point that I want to make is none of y'all knew that shit. Maybe you knew Robin Roberts. Maybe before I said mm-hmm. that shit. So all of a sudden, now that Caitlyn Jenner is going to get the award, I'm seeing people that, and same people that were upset Michael Sam got it, trying to act like coming out isn't a brave act. You know, right. trying to act like now. What's funny to me is, especially to see black people do it. Come on now. If, if you were upset that Ava DuVernay didn't get a nod for best director because of what that would represent to many black women that want to have dreams of being a director and having their work recognized when your film is recognized as one of the top five films of the year, but you can't get a fucking director nomination for top ten director of the year. Um, mm-hmm. and we all went yeah that's bullshit and it does mean a lot and there was a big push so wait that representation does matter but awarding a, a, a transgender person for the courage of coming out does it like right. all that doesn't trickle down to all these other people that you know have issues because coming out to your family is not like some shit where you get like applauded it, it's, it's, it's more right. of a dangerous thing where you might like lose you people can get put out, people get put out their house for shit like that right, right. <laughs> you know? families disown them people commit suicide yeah. you know like this is not an easy fucking thing and for a and lot let's not act mm-hmm. like like and people are acting like you know like I think people because I'm a sports fan so like I watch I, I follow a lot of sports news and a lot of, also a lot of people who tweet about, you know, sports and things like that. And what I noticed is particularly going into like when Michael Sam got the award and when he was being lauded up and down and he was the big name. What I noticed was that a lot of guys took the, uh, took the position of, we need to quit. Why is the focus about him being gay? Da, 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 whatever. I think, you know, there's a difference between like, okay, I get that y'all want to look at it from that viewpoint and be, uh, let's stick to the game and okay, he's gay, whatever. Let's stick to the game, which I can appreciate from like a progressive and yes, look at him for his work. Cause honestly, that's how I want to be viewed. You know, as a comic, right. I don't want you to just be, I don't want gay to be the identifier. Of course, that's what it is, but 
for for Michael Sam's case, I don't. I think sometimes what people get you know confused is yeah they're going to mention that because this isn't something that has been out in the open. It's, right. it's relatively new as far as how it's how 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 it's been pushed. So a lot of people complain about oh you know she we need to focus on how he performs, focus on how he performs and stop. But what they don't realize is minimizing it. You know, trying to there's a it's kind of playing with a double edged sword because while you may think that you're being progressive and you may think that you're being inclusive and you know you don't care about someone's sexuality, that's great, but that's kind of like in the same right as being black and saying, okay, let's stop talking about race and just stick to da 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 da. da. Right. Like, I don't. I, it's ignore, like ignore you. You can't ignore a group of people or something that someone identifies with when they've had the the anxiety of holding it in right. all of their life. And especially when you play fucking football, one of the most masculine, you know, one of the most masculine, like you have to be, you have to be a man right. to play that game. You know, so we're told and so we're taught to believe. So, yeah, we're going to celebrate and we're going to talk about this because any other time in the past, if you mentioned that you were gay in a locker room, you weren't a part of the team anymore. Yeah, it's well, so, it's very much like how people they, they want to skip over the progress, right? Like you want to skip a step because, like, that's the thing is like you can't actually say we've done this, we've been here until you've done it and you've been there. So exactly. they they like whenever you bring up something like this is you know, and I, I, I'm glad you made the uh, race analogy. It's very much like when you say like well black lives matter and then people are like well all lives matter it's like well in order to get to all lives matter we actually need black lives to matter and we haven't right. even, we haven't tackled <laughs> we that yet we need to yet. be told that we matter <laughs> right and the thing and the same thing for uh transgender same thing for openly gay um uh, athlete or well actually openly gay male athlete because women tackled that hurdle a long time ago um exactly like yep. it, it does fucking matter and it is brave and it was especially brave for sam because he was doing it before he actually even had a chance to prove himself which exactly is way fucking more dangerous because there is a slight chance and we'll never know but there's a slight chance that dude could have not said anything ended up making an nfl roster and done like many other athletes and came out privately to his locker room or his friends and mm-hmm. then and then and because they they're comfortable with that right everybody's so comfortable with that yeah once you've obtained a certain level of success yeah go ahead and come out we're fine it's just like it's just like with bruce jenner in some respect because here's the thing i'm celebrating you know caitlin jenner i'm celebrating you know that that's happening and everything but look at how long look at the time frame like Kaylin Jenner is in her 50s, I believe. Yeah, 50s 50s. or 60s. Yeah, yeah. so like when you think about like how long, like there, the the, the gay, you know, the LGBT community that is a certain age in any industry, be it sports, professional-wise, a lot of them don't. They weren't allowed the opportunity to be present in the community like they would be out and proud as strongly as we can now than when they were back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, what have you. They weren't, mm-hmm. there was no, there was a space wasn't that wide open. So for, or accepting for that matter. So like, I also think about the fact that what was the guy, um, who recently came out, uh, as bisexual, uh, the record producer. Oh my God. Uh, uh I don't know. That, this is news no, to me. No, he's very, I, how is his name missing me? Whitney Houston's, uh, 
he he managed Whitney Houston. Like, oh God, I can't believe. It. Let I mean, me see. But somebody, like, in the, somebody in the chat, if y'all know who Alex talking about, let us know. Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm missing this, uh, but he's he came out, but he's like in his 80s. Oh, like Clive Davis. Is it Clive Davis? Clive Davis. I don't know why I was forgetting his name, but yeah, Clive Davis came out of the closet like last year as bisexual, and he's like 87 years old or whatever. So I'm like, you know. You you reach a certain level of success that society deems you know you required all of this you know the status and then you come out. That's how that's how that right. works for them. But it's a new it's a new time now where you can be out. You and, know, and but also like they are living by a certain protocol. And, and like honestly, man, your straight comfort really shouldn't be a priority for anybody. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm not comfortable with you coming out. Well, motherfucker, it's not you. And I'm not comfortable being, like, confined for my whole life. Like, you know, and and I like that is people that are older because, um, for one, they're definitely, like, I like that Michael Sam, it was somebody that was younger. That was dope. And then mm-hmm. I like with with this that is somebody. And he was fine too. Let's not let's not forget that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I do. I do have my friends criticize me for this though, but I have mm-hmm. every intention on speaking with him at some point or another. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to. I mean, I know he has a boyfriend. That's a minor hurdle. We'll get mm-hmm. to that. But I do. Ray Ray actually makes fun of me. She's like, Alex, you can do so much better. But I'm like, I don't care. It's, I, I'll de- that that'll be my problem to deal with. But yeah, continue. Mess that little, <laughs> you gonna mess that little white that little white man's life up. Look, I ain't was, gonna let him get in my way. Okay, right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, but um, it's, so uh, but yeah, so so he um, so with Caitlyn with Caitlyn Jenner, I love that Caitlyn Jenner is older because it's kind of like it almost adds a certain level of credibility to the struggle because it's like. Oh, I've always felt like this. You've never mm-hmm. known me. When I was winning those gold medals, this is how I felt. There's actually a petition to get uh, her gold medal stripped mm-hmm. because they're saying, well, you were a woman competing in the men's Olympics. Now, I don't think that shit's gonna, gonna mm-hmm. hold up, but you know, the point being like that, like it, it is shaking waves. It is groundbreaking. It is fucking with people's um uh, perception of what they define as manliness and what right. they define as 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 being a great athlete and and all these stereotypes mm-hmm. and i i love that shit that's and that and it is courageous to come out uh at that age because you like you really like bruce jenner could have coasted on look i'm gonna use my male white male privilege and just coast the rest of this life out and be straight like i'm mm-hmm. like i don't have to have this uh as a public thing nobody need to be in my business and privately you know i can dress in dresses and shit in my house but publicly i can still get the same privilege that i'm accustomed to and i like and not to mention you know i'm i'm excited about it but let's also remember the fact that Bruce, I mean, not Bruce, Caitlin identifies very strongly with the Republican Party. Oh, like, did you did see? Not ties, she did not break her ties with that. Which right. Is, mm-hmm. Which is the only issue I take up with that. Because I'm right. like, listen, you, 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 you've kind of done something weird here. Because it's like you've crossed over and you, you transitioned into becoming a woman. Yet you realize you've placed yourself in a marginalized, two marginalized groups, mm-hmm. transgender and woman. They don't like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, it's like, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Alex, I can't wait. 
like this yeah like, like that was one yeah. of them like mm, yeah like like that was when he said that um because he was still bruce at the time when he yeah. when he said that in that interview i was like i can't wait for the reality check you about to get dog they not your yeah. friends they like they sound accepting right now mm-hmm. and when you first said it they was like mm-hmm. see we got transgenders over here y'all they did, I, I read something if this anything, morning he will be you and if anything she will be used as like the the what do you want to say like just kind of like you were saying like the marker for like oh yeah look what we got the like, token kind of like that the token trying to get the left the left wing people on their side so so left. so yeah. check this though read it this morning uh his uh her golf club was like you can still golf here you know because everybody was like oh there's a very exclusive country club they don't really you know go for all that will they kick uh caitlin jenner out they was like no you can still golf here but you can no longer um occupy the spaces that are allowed for men like they used to have like you know the little like this this is where the men in the golf club go to hang out privately you're no longer allowed to that Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be a a series of shit like that where like doors are gonna be closed that were open for bruce but closed to caitlin and i feel like eventually we'll see you know if if uh caitlin feels like putting out that type of um information i guarantee we'll start to see like a political change because there's no fucking way you can be transgender and republican without having to swallow a whole lot of social um justice pride and i don't know how anyone could do it but i don't even know how you can be black or republican but you know whatever Uh, but that happens (laughs) maybe i'm wrong maybe maybe somebody (laughs) else will point it out um oh another another song leaked about rich homie kwan um raping women so oh the song he tried to sue somebody about um yeah somebody else he got the first one pulled down but for the second time in two months uh rich homie kwan has had a song leak where he raps about raping a woman i wonder how many plays that got on bill cosby's itunes I don't see I what waiting. I was waiting on that. I was waiting on it. <laughs> I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> this is damn good entertainment. Right. <laughs> quality, quality music. Quality music. Yeah, Bill Cosby ain't there unless he's drugging him too. Yeah, he's like, I actually was wrong about this rap thing, this hippie hop. <laughs> oh, um, Finally, yeah. some shit I can relate to. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Mansion full of bitches about to rape one. I'm a fuck." these hoes which is even more direct than the lyrics from his previous leak song these new lyrics are actually part of the hook so they're repeated throughout the song oh uh after the after the after the first song leaked he went on a media run to apologize for the lyrics claiming that he was young and the song was never meant to be released Um, so it's an old so it was an old song yeah yeah no that was the first time this time oh, oh, so he's done it again yeah this is the second time <laughs> okay he said now whether his new song which sounds much more finished <coughs> than the other song was supposed to be put out or not there's still a pretty disturbing trend in his music uh you know to say you never meant to put it out doesn't really negate the fact that you was rapping about raping women right and this, exactly and this is why when fonte was on our show he was like uh i don't take not a motherfucking thing out this goddamn door with me because they will never accuse me of leaking shit yeah so, for real um, i don't get what the like i i don't think i will ever understand this obsession because this is this is a not i wouldn't say it's a new trend but 
a very recent one. Like, cause didn't Rick Ross like a year ago do that whole yeah putting mm-hmm. Molly in drinks and stuff? And didn't even like, know. Mm-hmm. what is what is this? What is this? I guess this obsession that these rappers are starting to have <laughs> with alluding to sexual abuse. Like mm. on another level, because they've always been very sexually aggressive in their lyrics towards women. That's that's not going anywhere. No. But when you talk about drugging and, and fucking them against their will, now that just takes it. That takes it up a completely different notch. Like, how does anybody enjoy? They actually the thing is they know it's pretty it's pretty well known now that no one's really listening to lyrics, mm. so it's really easy to get over on people just make them dance to anything. Like it kind of reminds me of Chris Rock's joke he did about like about music and about how like women women generally would just start dancing and then when you mention hey did you know that he just said like put a dick in there he's like you ain't talking about me you know what I'm saying right. so, like it just kind of goes over their head but I think we're I think now we're in a time because that was like in the 90s like now mm-hmm. we're a little bit more aware of like the things we're listening to mm-hmm. and seeing you know lyrics are ever present and people actually want to hear some smart shit instead of just turning up all the time yeah, but, I just like that he's like that was when I was. I don't know. That, he's like that was old. That, I like mm-hmm. that. That's his excuse. Like you know, I. That's when I was. Yeah. I, I used to be. But ra- is he ra- saying punk. that's old and that's not how I think anymore, or right. that's old and yeah, that's old. That's, <laughs> it's old. It's old and y'all wasn't supposed to hear it. Is his excuse exactly? He's like that's right. back when I'm sorry because he got caught. I used to go. Found it. Yeah, I used to go by rape homie Kwan but oh, see, Lord. in 2015 i had flipped over a new leaf yeah and also too i think that uh with the internet and with google and with everybody being able to actually read shit you know shit come out it's basically uh in words in no time and so i think that brings it to the forefront of a lot of people's attention that never would have and we're at an age now where women got motherfucking rights and they can say no nigga you will not rap about like time and funny you won't rap about this like before <coughs> women can come in and, and put their titties all up in your face and be like yeah these my titties oh and you're gonna stop talking about raping me mm-hmm. exactly uh puff daddy or p diddy <laughs> or sean combs um he uh skinny dip with his son's justin's college friends and he apologized about it this <laughs> just get weirder he's always been very weird to me so mm-hmm. i none of that nothing about that so shocks me he's always been weird to me like a weirdo yeah <laughs> apparently um there was a project x themed college party justin and his crew had at ucla and it got and he got so caught up in the festivities that he lost his boxers and hopped in the pool from the roof. Lost them? Oh, you lost them in the air? Justin po- posted the video uh, of the party, um, and then Diddy reposted the video later the same day, along with a, co- a caption. I, I, I am Diddy says, I wanted to publicly apologize to my son at Prince JDC for going to one of his parties at UCLA and embarrassing him by jumping from the top of the roof into the pool butt naked but only spelled with one t right uh wait wait so he apologized with, mm-hmm. the, with the video posted mm-hmm. while his student how does that make sense mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> how do you how do you apologize for what you i guess i guess what you call an infraction on your behavior mm-hmm. by apologizing under the video of said infraction <laughs> but naked. i don't get it <laughs> but naked while his student body looked on and off mesmerized impressed i'm sorry son it will happen again 
at Prince JDC. Okay, so this was like a funny apology. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like he was sincerely like, "Oh, I'll never do this again. I'm I'm sorry. I hurt your I hurt your feelings." Like mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, my bad for turning <laughs> your party up twenty notches." Like, and then like, he, your party wouldn't have been shit without me, boy. <clears throat> without put, me, like that's that's just how that is just how highly uh diddy thinks of himself i really think like because think about it this is your son's party why are you showing up like we already get that you're this is your father like let your kids have fun and have a good time like this is the pure this is exactly what everyone talks about with him dancing in the video it just seems like he has to have the attention on him some type of way like this is a kid's party first of all that's inappropriate like how old is his son how old are the people that are at this party uh college age so between College 18 age, to okay, 23. So they are of a certain age, but but still, that doesn't negate the fact that, like, you're my father. I don't want you exposing yourself to my friends and to the people that I have to see at school the next day. Like, that's not that's not okay. And then let your – why do you have to be the presence? Why do you have to be the the – the big guy at the party or the big bold one or the face of the party at your son's like why are you let your son shine like mm-hmm. it's just weird like i don't know why he feels like the attention has to be on him at all times yeah he is 45 years old yeah, yeah you old dude like come on relax <laughs> i love that he put 75 emojis after this uh you got a birthday ah! cake a pump a jack-o'-lantern sushi <laughs> I don't even he know what that let, one he is. He just pressed. He just put his finger on the keyboard and just let it go. Right, <laughs> cookies, bread. That's like, probably all the shit he had at the party. That's for some reason, know. there's right. no. Yeah, there's no eggplant emoji. I'm no. kind of let down by that. I'm shocked. That's he hadn't learned about that one yet. That should have been the main thing. That he put <laughs> right, it should have been a bunch of eggplants. Right, it'll be on the next time. Somebody gonna tell him, Dad, that's not cool. Um. <laughs> so, uh, oh, the Supreme Court um, overturned a ruling uh where a man was convicted for tweeting well not tweeting for actually uh writing about killing his wife oh yeah um he posted a graphic uh facebook updates describing the myriad of ways he would kill and torture his wife um but they the supreme court said it didn't he didn't actually threaten her with within the legal meaning of the term which is a big setback (sighs) a big setback for online i'm gonna go out on the limb and say that he's right Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not at that section yet, but come on. The decision yeah, is. I didn't need that. I didn't even really need to ask that, but I just felt for the sake of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, which is sad because you know, for people that are on social media and stuff, it's a huge hurdle for victims of online harassment who've been threatened with rape, yeah. uh, murder, and all kinds of threats. You know, docs where people put your um. where you live on the internet and try to encourage people to do something to you that shit ought to be illegal yeah it was an eight to one decision with the lone dissenting vote being clarence thomas um but uh yeah currently they said uh they focused on something more specific criminal intent before the case ended up in the supreme court anthony alonis was convicted of four counts of criminal threats over his post uh which the times reports contain references to putting his wife's head on a stick killing an fbi agent and shooting up a class full of children to make a name for himself uh allowance, so they have to go through with the acts in order for you to take them seriously he claims that they were merely rap lyrics not intended to be threatening Mm-mm, fuck you so here's the thing guys if you want to threaten somebody put it in some songs by right. the way this also right this also makes sense for why chris brown is still free and 
Yeah, that ties it all together perfectly. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> and I have a question. I have a question. Now you say this, but yet there are court cases against rappers about their rap songs, right? Yeah. But yet you make this ruling. Well, then how can you say this? Well, maybe. But well, those around. are just those are just cases, not convictions. <sighs> rap lyrics are the new stop and frisk you guys mm-hmm. that's what this is like yeah. <laughs> it's just it's, we, they're just trying to get more black they're trying they went from black drug dealers not to black musicians so the, the way we can just get these guys out quicker quicker is just to police their lyrics so that's what that is Yo, yeah somewhere Bo- <laughs> somewhere bobby smarter like so you're saying there's a chance i know right. well, bobby be- was a different thing because he literally did most of this shit he's talking about. I mean, about. Yeah, he, he rapped yeah, and lived friend. it. But right. he about, but he about to get out. He about to be like, those just rap lyrics, baby. Mm-hmm. It's a total, total mm-hmm. coincidence. Nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your hood rat friends doing hood rat things and got your ass locked <coughs> up, son. For real. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, yeah, I just thought that was, uh, you know, kind of a scary thing, man. For that's anybody scary. Yeah. That's because that, I mean, that's, that's dangerous territory because now it's like you can, it's weird because, you know, especially considering we're just coming off of that whole thing with the Patriot Act and, and expiring. Mm-hmm. And now people like the surveillance of what people put out there online is going to be like so, you know, untapped. And people are out here looking at, you know, and it just it gets worse and worse because things people say to public figures and to each other is right, and celebrities, Right. It's very alarming. <clears throat> you know, you don't know how you don't know what people are capable of you know so you have to it's you're playing you're, when you start getting into semantics and oh well they didn't say this you really don't especially what makes it dangerous is it is acknowledging it as such so when you have a ruling such as the one that happened off of this story now it's going to make people that that people are going to process that information and say well as long as i frame it like this online then i can't get in trouble for it then i can go do this thing and get away with it possibly yeah you gotta put it right. in some bars that's what, you I, know would what do. I mean so when you when you okay things like that or when you pass give someone a pass or when you say oh there's no there's no crime here that oh that opens the door for people to start coming up with different ways to get around the law which i don't think is okay Mm-mm. like at all well, they want people to get harassed you just gotta make it exactly. rhyme you gotta make it rhyme and you can get away that's why i say make it rhyme and you won't do time make it rhyme <laughs> you know if you just say it in, in regular prose then you go to jail man so um, if it has a catchy beat to it we'll right it's all right you'll be all right right <laughs> right just a bunch of i'm gonna I'm kill you bitch put it in a put it in a funny vine video Right. yeah that's why rich on requiring really out is because all his shit rhyme you know he's like yeah. I'm, I'm a raper uh plus i got paper oh damn we almost had it. <laughs> <laughs> the cops was like we that don't. is so bad but it, it sounds like something to say <laughs> uh all right let's get into our games guys okay we've been having way too much fun talking about the news it's time to play some games here uh the first game is a game that we all hate to play it's called uh fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all love to hate to play it's a game called fucking with black people where we read articles from all around the globe and we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people 
today's contestants diddy that's right he's already back mm-hmm. oh diddy on hashtag black lives matter he says black people are committing genocide on ourselves on monday sean diddy combs took a break from slinging Ciroc and casey to the masses to come comment on the black lives matter movement the hip-hop mogul took to his instagram account to complain about the movement and post rhetoric similar to that of conservative voices for the last couple of months we have experienced a lot of injustice and wrongdoings to a community but there's a flip side yes black lives matter but no one will respect us if we as a people don't have any respect for our own black lives we are committing genocide on ourselves we are always looking for scapegoats we as a people hurt ourselves more than anyone has ever hurt us that makes no sense we as a people including myself have to take accountability and do whatever we can do individually or together to stop the madness and realize that we are kings and queens and must love each other love ourselves and each other i know i'm rambling a little bit black lives matter so as a people let's practice what we preach may god bless us all i love you seven exclamation marks uh didn't did he um no thank you oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah no no we no thanks sean we appreciate you no. bro but uh <clears throat> didn't you stab uh unrevere like wasn't that a thing um didn't you like shoot somebody in the club with sean listen until you tell me what happened to biggie i don't want to hear anything about your uh political standpoint uh it's also commentary right, right. <laughs> until you tell me what happened to danny Kane, i don't want to hear your, your comments and put until you tell me about what happened to day 26 I don't want to hear ah, you. You 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 you, yeah. you you literally fucked up hip hop. You literally fucked up like a lot of different things right. from my from my from my music and my music taste. And you also put out dirty money, which I hate. Right. So I don't want to hear anything about <coughs> your political commentary. Right. I know. Thank you. Until you tell <laughs> me why you helped murder Delot's career. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where was all this shit at when he was um when he was slanging like the locks and big and shine and all that music to the community did like, he slap drake like some months ago yes recently <laughs> the fuck is he talking so, about yeah. so yeah i don't want to hear i don't want to hear his black lives matter uh, uh position i don't all right <laughs> don't so care. zero zero to a hundred uh intervals of 25 how much you feel fucked with karen a hundred all right what about you alex I'm going to say 90. No, you said in intervals of 25. So, yeah, 100. I was going to go 75, but that's not, a, that's not enough. So, uh, yeah. 100. I, I got to go 100, too. I got to go 100, too, man. Like, it's just one of those times where you just got to – sometimes you got to just pull the trigger like he did in that club and say uh, – Exactly. <laughs> can't believe that shit. Um, Tom Hanks' son, Chet, says, uh, fuck y'all hating-ass niggas. Oh, all of them, huh? Uh, Tom Hanks' son, Chet, is not half black, if that's what you guys are wondering. Like, is his mom black? No. All white. Right. That's why Tom Hanks has never talked about him in the public Let me just say that I've had the opportunity to meet Chet Hanks when I was Mm -hmm. in college. He came and performed, and I got to meet him. And he's literally the whitest person you will ever meet in your life. Mm. (laughs) Like, nothing about him, even in his character... (laughs) He's like, you can tell he's trying. Like, there's nothing about him that's, like, 
there's nothing legitimately urban about him whatsoever. Not even just like he dresses. That's it. Like he dresses for the part, but he nothing about him translates urban or it's just it's he's literally Iggy Azalea. That's he, what he is. He does have some music on Spotify. You guys all know what he sounds like. <laughs> this song is from 2013. It's called Finest Girl. It already sounds awful. Me. Last night was crazy, just made it home Hoping your number found room in my phone All I remember is going to the club Out on the floor, that's where I fell in love with you A queen for kings, a dream for two When the crowd just disappears Like we're only people here And it's you and I Maybe you work in that whole club on fire with a perfect night Better spend my whole night trying to search for that But with you, I think I found it I play the game, I hang it up They're all the same, let's change it up Cause you're the one, yeah, you're the one No way we're getting around it You know everybody wants to be like you go I know I'd be good if I'm you So, gotta make your mind Cause you're the finest girl I ever seen You know Okay Mm. yeah what again i say no thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah what in the malibu's most wanted is that motherfucker ah, that's exactly what Seriously. that is because um, that's exactly what he is yeah uh he um apparently uh posted a photo of himself in london they said two types of people in this world those who know exactly what it is they want and are doing everything they can they can to get it and those who just wander aimlessly through life uh, because they are scared to death of failure. I've lost a lot of so-called friends cuz, C-U-Z, by the way, cuz, they turned out to be the second kind. Fuck y'all hating ass niggas. I'll <laughs> never, I'll never stop chasing my dream. Uh, one finger up. Hashtag one life, one God, one love. Oh my God. And his dad is He's like, I did a movie so with Somalian pirates. You can't do this, son. Right. That's all you need to do. Bring one of them niggas home. Look at me. Look at me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you lost all of your friends because all of your friends were black and you decided that you were going to use the N-word freely. How about that? Right. Like, <laughs> or Maybe or, that's why you lost your friends. Maybe right. they just got tired of telling your ass to quit saying that shit. And they didn't want to they didn't want to fuck you up because your your father's Tom Hanks and they could <laughs> probably like I just I don't get it. I really don't understand it. Like he, like I said, I got the opportunity to, to meet him, like, in person. And learning, he didn't, I don't recall him saying the word in front of me or in front of anybody. So don't I don't have that to go off of. Mm-hmm. But what I read about and what I saw, what I remember seeing back then, falls in line with my whole idea that, you know, it's just, it's just like we're talking <laughs> everybody. Now, if you want to say the N-word so bad, yeah, go right ahead. He said, because he says he has the right, he has, he wants the right, and the black people. He said, I saw somewhere that the, someone wrote, he's like, he wants, he basically wants the right to say it. Black people don't get to tell you that you can't say it, and he has, he can't, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, sorry about that. Go ahead. So, he, he's like, he says that, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you have the right to say it. You can say it, but black black people have the right to respond in a manner accordingly when you do. So, 
whether it be cussing you out or whooping your ass, that's just gonna be what happens. Right. <laughs> you gonna have to be able to deal. It's like I don't understand. Like they they say this. It's not just him. It's just like people, white people in general that want that d- d- crave the desire to say it so bad. I'm like, all right, great. But you also have to res- respect when people are ready to fuck you up over it. Like, I was gonna, I was gonna blame his, I was gonna blame his black friends, but he raps like he don't have no black friends, right? And so I guarantee, yeah, you yeah. know, like sometimes, I, like you'll see white people do some crazy shit, and then you like look over to the black person next to them, like you need to get your white person, okay? Like get your white, person. like your white person is loose, and uh, yeah. you need to get them trained, it's acting up. Right. right but when you just look around him and see a sea of whiteness and you're like who are the niggas that allowed you to say nigga nigga right and nobody the ones the ones that just want to be around him for the status like right. that's what they they think that they he can do something for them right. so in that like oh you know it, it, i'm pretty sure it's just a bunch of yes men like a bunch of people that's telling him oh yeah that that song is dope the song is trash right. you know like oh they 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 just telling him what they want to hear because they want to be around. They want to be around him because his dad is famous. Mm-hmm. Forget the fact that his that his music is awful. You know, forget the fact that he's disrespecting you and your entire culture. Like, forget all of that for the fact that I'm hanging out with Tom Hanks rapping non rapping ass son, <laughs> and, and and I, I that's I'm a part of his entourage. So they just want to be a part of some shit, and that's right. corny. It's corny as hell, but. That's usually the behavior of black dudes who let right. their white friends get away with saying that. It's really, right. it's really corny. It's really whack. The type of guys they are, and you know, they need to be eliminated from the faces of the earth just as much as the white guy is saying. Yeah, the <laughs> Hayes entourage. That can't be your credit, right? And and I yeah, and I think <coughs> for me too. He said he lost friends. It may be some of his white friends was like, I'm not cool with you saying that. I'm not cool with shit. That. And they you know bounce. Yeah. It may be his black friends. Right. It was like, you said nigga one too many times. Mm-hmm. I can't fuck with you. And he's like, you hating ass niggas? Like, see, that's why I'm leaving. Right. Um, <laughs> I do have some uh, video of his live performance. Let me see if I put this. Man, I need to go battle this little punk. Let's see what you got. When I say Mali, you say boo, Mali. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, feeling the love? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, blow. What? What? Hey, yo, I may be white, but inside my soul is black as night. And I don't want to fight, all right? I'd rather go fly a kite or go on a low-car dike. That makes no more pasta. Y'all rappers is too slow, and I'm kind of faster. Hey, Young Dre, you got cornrows in your hair. You got cornrows down there? I got a watch. It's a suyach. And when my mother does my clothes, they get them when she uses bleach. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all, but I'm feeling straight, nigga. The food's never born. Hardcore, nigga. That has to happen. I'm sorry. At some point. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is the end. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, he also. That's, spot, that's a spot, that's spot on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, 0 to 100, Karen. 
<clears throat> oh, oh, this dude. Mm-hmm. You know what? He get a seventy five only because I respect your daddy, and I can unless your daddy publicly come out and say something. He ain't got no problems with us because, like I said, he just did a, a, a movie with Somalians telling mm-hmm. him to look at me. I'm the captain of the ship now. So I oh, okay, I'm so mine is 75. 75? 75? Right. Okay, well, how about this? He defended his use of it. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't say that. Hey. Yep. Also, while quoting Forrest Gump. How about that? <laughs> now, now do you feel a little... Life is like a box of niggas. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing I didn't buy about Forrest Gump. That dude was stupid and from the South, but not racist. Come on, man. <laughs> that dude would have been racist as fuck. Um, look, I know the majority of y'all are not going to get this, he says in a below Instagram video, because the history is still so fresh in our country, but hip hop isn't about race. It's about the culture you identify oh with. God. Can't no one oh tell God. me, can't no one tell me what I can't say. The Northwestern grad continued. If I say the word nigga, I say it amongst people I love and who love me. If I say fuck y'all hating ass niggas, it's because that's really how I felt at the time. And I don't, I don't, <laughs> oh my God. And I don't accept society getting to decide what anybody can or can't say. That's something we call free speech. Now I understand oh the older generation who grew up in the Jim Crow era, um, uh, might have strong feelings against this. And that's understandable. But what I'm saying is this is 2015. And even though we are still far from where we need to be and black people are still literally being killed by a racist and fucked up system, we have also reached a point where the word can no longer have a negative connotation if we so choose. Mm. And who is to say that only Mm -hmm. black people can use it? The way I see it, it's a word that unifies a culture of hip hop across all races, which is actually kind of a beautiful thing. It's a word that can be used out of a camaraderie and love, not just exclusively for black people. What's the point of putting all these built up rules about it? It's time to let go. You can hate me or love me for it, but can't nobody tell me what I can or can't say. It's got nothing to do with trying to be a thug. It's about the culture of the music, and that's all I have to say about that. No pun intended. LOL. The culture of the music that you're bad at. Like, you can't rap. (laughs) He says, LOL, it's all love. Some people will get it. Some people won't. Either way, I'm going to keep living my life however the fuck I want all love. So basically, fuck y'all niggas. I'm going to keep saying nigga. Because, you know, hip hop is about white men being able to come in and call people niggas and tell them. That's what, yeah, it don't have nothing to do with, yeah, yeah, it don't have nothing to do with race. Because, you know, culturally, that's never been a thing. But, you know, I think as far as he's being, it's very typical if you really think about it. Because it's like, white people love doing that thing. It's like, oh, you know, I, um, oh, you're telling me that I can't do this? Oh, well, I'm going to do this then. Like, you know, like, it's like a, it's a very, like, oh, I forget how it makes you feel about it. If you're telling me that I can't do it, I'm definitely, I mean, now I'm definitely entitled to do it. Can you imagine I get to tell you I'm your friend while also completely not listening or respecting your opinion? Like, exactly. Like, respecting how something makes you feel. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it brings the community together when I call you a nigga. You're like, right. well, actually, and I, that's it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> feel very together by this. I actually feel disrespected. But I'm helping you, nigga. Like, okay. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Dan. You just not even going to listen. And then you wonder why 
anyway uh, uh, i i karen so 75 sticking with 75 yeah because that wasn't his daddy that was him okay uh alex you know what i'm honestly i'm gonna be 100 honest and say i'm not fucked with it at all because all right. i feel like i'm gonna say zero because it's such a joke and it's so non-threatening like it's not a joke but to me i just look at it and i laugh at it so much now it's just like I can't even be like I saw the written the written version of that and he spells niggas N I G G A Z like he does cuz like so I'm just like you just you have such an uninformed such a stupid reduced level of thinking of how this shit really works so and you're you're, you're literally you're literally operating off of like a 2001 Black Planet page. Like that's how ah! I, I think like one of his friends like showed him a Black Planet page from like <coughs> ten years ago and was like, "This is what you should be doing. This is your style. This is how you should come off." And he mm. did that. So I'm not I'm not mad at all. I'm not I'm not fucked with because it's just not that. I'd be I'm more fucked with stuff that's threatening to 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 how I to my life or more threatening to the to the culture of people to to the culture of black people. This is not threatening at all. I'm I, I laugh at this type of shit actually. So I'm not fucked with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I and I'm gonna go the opposite way and say a hundred because it's something about this kind of ignorance that like makes me want to punch him in the stomach. You know what I mean? Like I get not, that. Yeah. Like I can't like <laughs> like sometimes there's like shit that I hear where I'm just like that's so angry systematically that i feel impotent there's nothing we can do about it <clears throat> but i feel like if i could just like catch chet hayes at the right basketball part <laughs> you know what i mean i can undercut that <laughs> like i would definitely no i hear you <laughs> you know i would definitely like there's a lot of racism i feel like i can't do anything about i would definitely undercut chet hayes uh and then i would drop my score to zero after that but like <laughs> I, I just like a matter of fact if anyone wants That's to do fair. it you know what i mean but if i hear about him like tripping and falling into the front of a car i like i'm actually going to reduce it to zero i just need something <laughs> something to happen you, to just him. Need, you just need some type of karma <laughs> some type of karmic type of thing to happen to him and you'll be good yeah, yeah. that's it it's it gonna, will yeah. it'll catch up to him i can't wait <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be on top of this i'm gonna put a google alert <laughs> a google alert just for chat hayes and hopefully something bad happen um, alright, next game. Let's play some Guess the Race. Now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. <laughs> now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show brought to you, I mean, the number one game show across all the podcasts and land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today, Alex English, who you can find at thealexenglish.com for, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along and the chat room is racist. Yes, right. yes, they are very. And today's guess the race is brought to you by Bevel. You can get clearer, smoother skin and, uh, why wouldn't you want to get that? And more importantly, why wouldn't you want to get that for somebody you love? Like, I don't know, your daddy. All right. <laughs> he brought you into this world. He stuck around. If I mean, I'm assuming if you're getting them shit, he probably stuck around. Or if it's your stepdaddy and he the one to take care of you, if he's the person that taught you, maybe taught you how to shave, you know, or maybe, you know, you just see him in there shaving with that terrible uh, barbersaw and shit. Like, yeah. help that man change the landscape of his face. 
Yeah, or you see him putting that uh stuff that just like Nair on his what's that called? Magic shave. You yeah. put it around there and that shit harden up like a brick and right. you gotta chisel it off. That is slavery for your skin. What? Help free his skin. Get clear, smoother skin with Bevel. <laughs> it's an entire shaving system that is created for black people. All right. Um four out of five men reported reduced razor bumps, discoloration, and irritation. I shaved with it this morning. And you don't just need to shave with it if you have a beard. Because I've been hearing people say, like, I don't have a beard, right? Why should I have to? That means you shave all the time. You right. shave more of your face than I do. I don't have a beard. Yeah, I can't imagine <laughs> what kind of irritation and shit you're dealing with. Or razor bumps. Like, you know, that's terrible. I remember getting those. Um, but uh it's it's a distant memory because I've been shaving with Bevel since the beginning of the year. So I say since Father's Day is looming, get your orders in now. If you know some fathers, you know, whether it's your brother, whether it's mm. your uncles, whatever, that, that care about you, that have been, that helped you in your life, don't get them socks, don't get them ties, don't mm. get them underwear, get them something nice and sleek, something where they feel like you actually gave a damn this year. Right, that you care. You're talking to me. Right. And then, <laughs> That's all I ever did. And the next time you have to call them to ask them, like, how to put up a shelf or, like, can fucking turpentine get egg out of a car like <laughs> shit shit that 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 fucking rugged men know you can fucking feel good about that request because they'll be like oh yeah that's the one that got me the bevel i like that nephew you know so yeah, remember <laughs> make sure y'all do it go to go to getbevel.com put in code tbgwt get 20 percent off of your first month that's getbevel g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right let's get into this racism all right guys there's been a lot of lot of crime happening and uh, a lot of criminals you know walking these streets a college student murdered his mother over an argument over his grades oh <laughs> yeah uh the cow county sheriff jimmy harris reported on saturday that uh what's this guy's name uh alan blancid no hold on Oh wait, okay. Forty-five-year-old Sherry Allen Blancett was found dead from a blunt force trauma <coughs> after a nine-one-one call from her twenty-two-year-old son Tyler Ryan Blancett. <clears throat> um, he reportedly told them he found her dead in the backyard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 her body was then sent to Huntsville for an autopsy. Blancett was not arrested at the time investigators continue questioning him while asking the public to help identify other suspects uh by the way you know you fucked up when it's like okay you didn't do it no well we'll ask them to identify other suspects i mean come on you did it um uh the sheriff jimmy harris reported on saturday that blanchett later confessed that he struck his mother in the head he said they've been arguing about his grades at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Oh, did he chisel the F in her forehead? What's happening here? What F? Oh, it's from the grades. Right. Right. Uh, Harris said he contacted the district attorney's office after the confession. Blanchett is now charged with murder and is in the DeKalb County Detention Center. Bond has not been set at the time. Um, the crime scene was described as brutal. And she was found behind the home. He said a baseball bat that officials believe was the murder weapon was taken for forensics testing hey he beat his mom to death with a bat Mm. uh he's a biology student uh so that's one way to go about it um (laughs) 
Yeah, if, if he'd have been paying attention in biology class, he would have probably did it less brutal. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm failing covering up this murder. Right. <clears throat> I thought I was hitting her in the heart. I'm like, that's the brain, stupid. Um, yeah, his father was at work when it happened. So guess the race of Mr. Tyler Ryan Blanchard. <laughs> this is so, this is almost, this is almost unexplicably easy. Like, I have to just really basically say it. He's white. I'm going right. to say that. All right, let's see, <laughs> see what the chat multiple, there, are, there are so many layers <clears throat> this that make him white. Like, <laughs> ah, so many layers. There's so many layers of it. I mean, do we, I, did, first of all, from the gate, there is no arguing with a black mother about grades. There's just her <laughs> telling you that you're, that you're an idiot and you need to get your shit together and that's all I want to hear about it. Mm. Like, that's it. Mm, that's about so it. there's no there's no arguing happening in the black household about mm. about grades, uh, and not even to the point where I'm gonna go and grab a weapon. She's mm. not gonna let that happen. So I don't know. Well, <laughs> this was just almost too easy for me to guess. Let's see what the chat room thinks. <clears throat> White as a pack of Marlboro Reds and NASCAR racing. Oh. white boy who will have the opportunity to test his ability to say the n-word behind them bars <laughs> white, funny white because negroes don't play baseball <laughs> so if or major in biology for that matter <laughs> <laughs> so if the death happened before the cops showed up he's white the correct answer is oh. you guys all got it he's white this is all that's all unfortunate truth isn't that, isn't that crazy <laughs> yeah well, I, I, I thought the biggest clue was that um, they didn't take him in right away. Right, right away, yeah, yeah. That was definitely, that's a definitely big signifier. Oh, look at his face. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He did it. Talking he about some. White. He, he is as white as my MacBook. <coughs> right. <laughs> uh, other suspects. You know what I mean? Like, what What other suspects, motherfucker? Like, that's, you know, that's, that's so fucking crazy. Like, where are the black dudes that did this crime? Like, okay. Exactly. You... You just wish that was one of the moments where you wish you had some black people that live in your neighborhood. Yeah. The only time the only time it's good for black people to live in the suburbs is when they need a black person to frame a crime off. Right. Oh, <laughs> um, Damn, I wish we had some niggas around here right now. That was <laughs> some hating ass niggas. <laughs> a judge set a high bond for a woman accused of killing her ex boyfriend's puppy by placing it in a hot oven. Oh. Kenny Redman, twenty four. <clears throat> Uh, who listed an address of, well, okay, who cares, was charged with a- animal torture and aggravated cruelty to animals, both felony offenses, for allegedly putting a three-month-old pit bull in a 300-degree oven and shutting the door. Oh, they have a pit, pit bull cake? What's happening here? Why only 300 degrees? I don't know. Did they, did they use real eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the, the standard 325 to 350? I mean, I've heard of I've heard of dog food, but this is too far. Uh, this this story upsets me though, because I love dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so this is interesting because I'm gonna say that this person is black. Wow. Because okay. I'm gonna say they're black only for the fact that well, the bond the bond was set very high, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, Kenny's bond. Uh, well, I haven't got to it yet. I don't okay, even know I'm what sorry, it was set I'm at. Sorry. All right, it's, it's set at. Uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. Let me keep reading. I'll see some more details. Thirty-one is how old she is. 
okay um the owner of the dog and her her used to date and they have a child in common but they broke up six months ago however he allows her to stay at his house they got into an argument and the man left the house early for work leaving his puppy in the crate uh redmond was not there at the time while he was at work thursday he noticed that that he had missed three different phone calls to his cell calling the number back he learned it was a public phone in the emergency department at the hospital um police said that redmond doesn't have a phone is known to frequent the courthouse and call to make calls Uh, wow (laughs) so she called him from the hospital uh on a public phone um she called him back again and said get your puppy out the oven bitch and then hung up (laughs) (laughs) the man your puppy done bitch the man and they and they spelled it yo like get yo y o apostrophe get yo puppy out the oven smicer said the man returned home and found his oven set at 300 degrees and a chair pushed against the oven door he found the puppy dead inside he went next door to ask his neighbor if he had seen anyone around his house the neighbor said he had not um later thursday that is so sad yeah they retrieved surveillance video to see if redman had gone in to make the calls they found her outside the emergency room area and arrested her around 4 50 a.m on an outstanding warrant in a misdemeanor case she refused to talk about the dog oh <laughs> bond was set at a million dollars well goddamn extreme cruelty oh, and depravity yeah, i'm right yeah <laughs> uh just uh and i say i say i say that i say that she's the situation is black because of just how strong the punishment mm. is behind this. Uh, mm. I mean, it's fucked up, and I don't, you know, I, right. I don't support animal cruelty in any shape or form. But white people love the dogs; mm. they love their animals, True. and they don't play about that shit. Mm. So that's why I'm like, this is definitely black action taken by white response. Okay, <laughs> I, I feel like uh, I feel like you know they were just in puppy love. Um, and let, oh <laughs> lord! Let me take this a step further too, mm-hmm. and let me think. They're black, and this took place in Florida. Because <laughs> mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that. Yeah, I don't even know most, where this is. This is I a see. very Florida-driven uh, situation. <laughs> yeah, it just says News Gazette. Where, where is this at? I have no idea. Normally they give you like it says I would Urbana. not be surprised if this was somewhere in Florida because all of the stupid who puts a fucking dog in the oven out of spite. I like, mean that is a very Florida type crime. That's I'm, that's, a, that's some Florida headline. I, I'm willing to put my money on it. <laughs> mm. Uh yeah I, yeah it doesn't tell me where it's from but yeah I would not <laughs> be shocked would not be shocked. Um let's see the chat rooms guesses. Studied at Le Cordon Black Culinary School at on that Mike Vick scholarship. Oh, <laughs> charcoal charcoal briquette, <laughs> baby out of wedlock, cohabitation, pit bulls, million dollar bond, so so black. <laughs> and well, she did season the dog first, black, <laughs> blacker than Black Rob. The correct answer is that lady was black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was well, like cohabitation. <laughs> yep. Did you have it with a side of dog greens? What's happening here? That oh, is so man. Fun. Oh, look at the girl. Yep. 
why she got dog uh, she got dogged out i'm um, glad she got edges yeah because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know if anything else that's what you could commit a crime for she has she has, she has edges her hair her hair is her her why am i looking at her weave never mind <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, oh, it, well, well yeah you know at least the dog didn't yank him out yeah uh, yeah in a struggle <laughs> um all right let's see um here's one a one uh, uh this will be the bonus round all right where's, where's my bonus round music there we go. Crazy. <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the racism for the bonus round against the race so far alex is two for two can he finish off on a strong note let's see you getting nervous man just a little bit i i, I like to play with you know my my chances so mm. i hope i can i can finish this strong <laughs> all right uh a woman who shushed talkative teens at furious seven screening allegedly beaten outside of a mall theater uh cindy santa maria williams says she was beaten by a group of teens after shushing some of them at easter sunday screening of furious seven that shush caused quite a stir the pennsylvania mother says she was um hold on let me uh see it. all right says that she got brutalized by three teen girls at the them at a screening of furious seven cindy santa maria williams was left with a broken eye socket a black eye and bruises oh, all over wow. her body at the alleged furious fury uh she and her sister-in-law went to see the film on easter sunday at a stroud township mall and got bothered by a group of yammering girls sitting behind them they were very loud rowdy they were cursing a lot santa maria williams said she turned around and told them to pipe down she also complained to management after the film while walking to her car she ran into the chatty girls again but now they had three more girls and two teen boys with them that's when the beating began the teens jumped jumped on santa maria threw her to the ground punched her and also injured her sister-in-law she said police released surveillance footage of the suspect and have reportedly identified two girls so far but no arrests have been made when you go to the movies you don't need to risk to be at risk to have your family in danger and we're talking about even easter sunday Stroud area regional police chief william Parrish told wnep uh santa santa maria williams said she believes someone was filming the attack so guess the race of the victim of the victim Cindy okay. Santa, i mean because we already know that the attackers were definitely black but <laughs> guess, guess the race of the victim cindy santa maria williams now santa maria that's that's a tricky one because this is hmm i'm gonna say, i was already in my white or black mode i don't know why i don't know why when i think that's that race i, I don't think of any other race <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the other to the other millions don't exist. It's just whatever. I'm, I'm only thinking <laughs> these two. Um, well, uh, this young lady, this 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 woman, she, I'm gonna go out on the limb here and say that she was. I'm gonna say, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna go out and say 
that she was white Hispanic or like white Mexican because mm. that that name that name is definitely like you know that has some that has some flair to it. But she has the entitlement or the the uh, the, the demand of a white woman. <laughs> Just like how dare you be talking like that? That whole type of taking control of the room type of thing. Yeah, like she she has that. So I'm gonna say white Mexican like kind of woman like that. All right, let's check the chat room. The Lord may have risen, but you going down, white woman. Oh. Mm-hmm. Latina woman. <laughs> yeah, Latina woman who should have been using, been used to handling a bunch of kids at once. Oh, oh, oh HC, HC. The oh. chat is, the chat is hilarious. Yeah, they, you guys are funny. Yeah, they're hilarious and racist. Um, yeah, very racist. You know, it's, it's indefensible, but it's funny. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> we comfortable here. <laughs> It was despicable how they treated her. Mm. Mm. Um, and I'll let Karen. Genius oh, level pun there, uh, Black Rob. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get any water off of her back and that's it. Uh, but, uh, Karen, I'll Terrible. let you decide, uh, what race is, uh, what is her for? Uh, Miss Cindy Santa Maria Williams. Uh, Karen. Oh, that lady's white. White? So I, I feel like right. uh he said what white was some Latino. Okay. Um, you know, I feel I, I like you're like a white I give her like a white Hispanic. Like, you know, okay. kinda like who I think of like George Zimmerman, unfortunately, mm. comes to mind when I think of that. Like white white you know, white but you know Well some, I I'll tell you what, I will I will give you the golf clap for that one. Okay. <laughs> like it's, felt like the, the bet was hedged a little bit um and the rest the rest of you guys too even if you guess latino uh but she is definitely the white version of latino mm-hmm. if she's latino at right. all um and wasn't the santa maria one of the ships that came over here wasn't like the nina the pinta and the santa maria I yeah so, so. <coughs> i'll put a picture in. i'll put a picture <laughs> in a second um let me go ahead and play our sore ratchetness sound effect and uh then we'll get out of here um there we go and he's dead all right sword ratchetness guys it's something that we take very serious here mm-hmm. it affects a bunch of people a lot of people you know die every every day because swords are walking around this country unregulated no one seems to care um and because of this we at the blackout tips we're not advocating that all swords be confiscated or anything we just would like them to be regulated and monitored the same way we do guns okay so it can kill you just as quick as a fucking gun if not slower and more deadlier and and painful you know just shoot me um in hawaii a 47 year old fisherman died friday during a fishing accident huh responded to a call at 10 48 p.m police learned that a swordfish had been observed on the harbor and the fisherman randy lanes of uh kilua kona uh had jumped into the water with a spear gun oh and the fish got got wrapped around a mooring anchor came back and swam at him oh shit the fish was seen thrashing about leaving a puncture wound to the man's upper chest 
<clears throat> that's right oh wow fish even got sore ratchetness in their community karen oh killing this man they went to the scene tried to tip cpr it's too late he died uh the fish was about six feet long and weighed around 40 pounds God now, damn. that's the longest sword we've ever had on the show ah clear it weighed the most mm-hmm. uh the swordfish is considered ferocious with a reputation for use reputation for using this long distinctive bills to slash prey oh isn't that crazy the fish that is named after a motherfucking sword is also the most ferocious one coincidence i think not they they worse than sharks ah! um wow. next we're gonna have a hammerhead attack what's happening uh yeah you never hear about hammerheads using their heads to hammer people right but swordfish use their swords to kill people that i mean the irony is palpable that's all i'm saying <laughs> um <laughs> so uh make sure y'all check out alex man like i say he's on twitter alex three like instead of the second e three english all right I, yeah. I, Alex Thringlish is what I like to call him. Thringlish. Yeah, Thringlish. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, his, his website, The Alex English. Um, do you have any, like, are you going, anything you're doing where, like, shows? people might can go see you and check you out? Yes. Um, on June, let me pull it up. It's coming. It's All coming. Right. While right you're doing now. that, I will actually put the picture of the woman who got beat up by them girls yes. in the chat. They, they I want to see. Go. I want to see her face. <laughs> oh wow, she got a black eye. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they broke her socket. Yeah, I knew she God. was. I knew she was white by the fact that you. I've never seen anyone but white people address talkative young talkative people, people in movie at the movies theater. yeah, yeah. <laughs> every every black person knows that shit can be dicey as fuck you right. know yeah not even just that but we just deal with it and we suck our teeth and we look the other way and we just try to press through right white people are always trying to just come through and like shovel through with they with their opinions on some shit right, right. <laughs> young ladies like they do that thing yeah. where they passive aggressive talk out loud like excuse I'm just gonna, me <laughs> I, I guess we just need a manager I guess I guess I'm gonna just have to get him. You're like, all right, you telling them what you about and to do. They were, and then they were like, I guess I'm gonna just have to move your ass. <laughs> right. Let me text my other seven people that's stuck in the other movies, and we are gonna meet you outside. Then how about that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, go, uh, if you got your dates up, um, yeah, I have it. It's just one. Um, if anyone is in Boston, I'm going to be at Oberon. I think it's called. Um, it's June 25th. Uh, Tawanda Garner is the host of the show. It's called Blackness, Blacknificence 2. Um, he's had another show there before. It's two nights, uh, the 24th and the 25th. I will be on the show on the 25th. Myself, along with, I think his name is Rob Hayes, um, Sam J, Mike Lemmy, and also Ray, Ray Sonny from the Three Negroes will be on that show also. So that's in Boston, uh, June 26th. That's dope, man. Not sure the time. There's a promo actually that will be coming out today that he sent to me. So, um, if you guys want to check that out, you can look at it online and it'll be on Twitter and Facebook and everything. I'm also on Facebook, um, Alex English. And if you want to get information about that show and any other ones in the city or not, then you can let me know and I'll let you know and we can all have fun. 
There you go, guys. Make sure you check them out. But thank, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem, hey, man. Guys. Thank you for coming on, man. This is fun. Yeah, we had a yeah. great time. Um, and make sure you guys uh, continue to support Chat Hanks uh, and go to Shadow Dog Productions mm-hmm. and check out uh, the behind the scenes YouTube video and get Bevel. You know, help get your Father's Day uh, for all the fathers you love straight. We'll be back tomorrow reviewing Game of Thrones with uh, Justin and, of course, Ray Sonny so uh that'll be fun man get to talk about some game of thrones mm-hmm. um and then wednesday we're gonna have jl covan on so big busy week here yes until then i love you i love you too baby Mwah. <laughs>